Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Team Asel will be making their biggest game ever and what we want from PlayStation's next showcase, whenever that is. We'll have all this and more because this is PS I Love You XOXO. <laughs> Yo, what's up? Welcome to PS I Love You XOXO. I'm one of your host, Blessing, Adioye Jr. I'm joined by Janet Garcia, Barrett's on the ones and twos. And remember, this is your PlayStation podcast. Each and every week, we join you to talk about the biggest topics in PlayStation. If you like that, you can watch it live right here as we record on patreon.com slash games, or you can watch it on Friday when it posts for everyone on youtube.com slash games, roosterteeth.com, uh, and on podcast services around the globe remember you can use epic creator code kind of funny on all epic store and epic in-game purchases like rocket league and fortnite to help support the channel thank you to our patreon producers gordon mcguire fargo brady pranksy dan golden spider b tyler ross delaney twining first responder nd julian the gluten-free gamer james hastings and casey andrew today we're brought to you by shopify and uplift but let's start with a psn message from you uh before i get into that though janet Shout out to that Cult of the Lamb uh, uh, pin you got going on. Oh, you did choose to reference this very, like, I told you screen. I'd find a way to work it in. There we Show go. Show it to the audience. It's, I, that's the best I can do. It's the little hat. It's the little, like, uh, little follower hat. Did you get the, the actual Cult of the Lamb beanie that they sent? Y yeah, I don't have it. Because I got it. mine, too, and I love it. I don't have it on me, but I do have, hold on. She's digging. I do have um the paper... Like, like the Burger King, like uh, all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The have it, the have it your wayification of yeah. game PR. It's hard to do this when you're looking at the camera. There we go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have that. I have the beanie. Um, because I got one of the little like press content creator box things. So yeah, it was oh, cool. Yeah. And the game's been awesome. I've just been putting off finishing it because I'm playing on PC like a sinner because it has that amazing Twitch extension on PC only. So oh, yeah. what is the Twitch that. extension? It's super cool, even though I love, love that we're opening, um, you know, a show with just us not talking this about PlayStation. It's on it's, the games on PlayStation, um, but the Twitch extension allows for you to let your Twitch viewers, as long as they're viewing on desktop, um, enter in to be one of your followers. So it'll have like their Twitch handle on there, basically. And it's like a little raffle. They can also put in like channel points towards the totem, which I haven't totally figured out what that ends up happening. And they can also like vote for or against like good or bad things happening to you um so they kind of can like mess with the degree of the like i guess rng right of the game um and they're just like in there so it's cool i have like a bunch of my twitch viewers as my cultists and now i'm like i only want to play with them so i've been waiting until i have time to stream it again to to dig back in but very fun I feel like I've been learning a lot about my friends based on how they've been playing Cult of the Lamb because usually in a game like this, I feel like people will oftentimes name their characters or their like 
you know, they're campers or in this in this case, they're cultists after people they know or their friends. Uh, but I've asked multiple people. I asked Greg on Gamescast, like, hey, are you naming people after people? And he said after a while, he stopped doing that because you have to kill people in the game. And so, like, it kind of defeats the purpose. You know, if you're if you make mm. Andy and then have to kill Andy, it's like, OK, well, maybe I shouldn't be naming everybody after people I know. Uh, but then, like, but that I also gives it my friend, more weight, you know? Yeah. See, that's where I'm at. Like. I so far in Cult of the Lamb, I've been naming every single one of my cultists after people I know, and I don't plan to stop. Right. If I if listen, if he dies, he dies. <laughs> you yeah, know what exactly. I mean? Like, that was the one, know, that got, was yeah. the one unfortunate thing on uh, on mine. I played on Steam Deck again. I, I love that we're talking about this game and no context on being PS5. Um I think I had a bug on mine where I couldn't name my cultists. I kept like going in and like trying to name him Kevin. I tried to keep making Kevin the first uh, my first cult member because my cult was called uh, what was it It was uh, Lulu's Liberation. And so I felt like it was right to have Kevin uh, worship Lulu because uh, in real life, Lulu really loves Kevin. Um, And so I kept trying to name uh, cult new cult members Kevin and it would uh, always revert back to whatever their original name was because they give it like a randomized name at oh, first and so that was unfortunate so but so I, it's not even I, like a keyboard because your keyboard pops up and you're typing it out and yeah you, yeah and, and, and it'll be there uh, it'll still be like on the side when you're kind of like checking off the other attributes of the cultist and then I'll press save and then it'll go back to their original name and I'm like oh man mm-hmm. but I, I even found without being able to name my cult members I was still finding my Self attached to them through like the little side quests you do for them every once in a while, and then it's like, ah, oh, Basil Bub died. Damn it! I I, I did something fun with Basil Bub like no. a couple of days ago. I'm like no, Basil Bub. Like, oh man. What you got to go game. for the real life names. I mean, that was like since the days of Oregon Trail when my social studies teacher did not want to teach, which was a lot of the days. You know, we were we were putting real people in that wagon, and people died on that journey often. Damn. That's that's yeah. the fun of it. I do that for any game that I can put people I know's names in I do that like I said I'm just using the twitch extension for this to just let my like followers raffle in which is I think is a little more fun but if I was playing on console I would absolutely just be putting my household and then probably like you guys and then just any just yeah everyone I know would be in there mm-hmm. Janet Marty Primet writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games just like you you can with a PSN message uh what is an IP that PlayStation should be making into a video game honestly not sucking up to Greg but we deserve a Superman game and honestly I only think PlayStation can do it it's an interesting one I feel like Superman games have been thrown around for a while and the conversation always comes back to ah can you can you make one can you make a good one I think Greg Miller claims he can by just making yeah. a Telltale game, which I'm is just, fair. <laughs> I just don't. I'm not a, a Superman person. Like, I've always been of the, uh, it's like, I don't know. I'm not intrigued in the character um, at this point in my life. But for me, I go back to, I forget. It's kind of similar to a question I answered before. But, like, I still really want to see um, something. Like, I want weird art shit. Um, I want Love, Death, and Robots, the game, where it's in, in a true anthology and in small snippets. And like I said, I want Media Molecule to do that. Um, I think that'd be super mm-hmm. fun. Um but other than that, like to try to come up with something new, it's so tough because I think I'm trying to think of an IP that would translate well, either in, in movement or in the inherent storytelling of things. Um, <laughs> give me a give me story driven. Um, Never have I ever because you and I've both watched that show and it's so oh, painful. Yeah. You see to the, see the, from new, the <laughs> new seasons out. You see that? No. Yeah. Is it out, like now now. OK, it's out. Yeah, it to... came out uh, last week, earlier this week. Like It came out last Friday. Have you watched it already or I I watched the first episode so far. Okay. And it's more never will, have I ever. 
I will be in touch. Which means Davy um, is still being a menace to society. <laughs> I somebody needs to, somebody needs to stop up. that girl. Like, somebody needs to I'm, pull her aside and have a talk because Davy just know, doesn't give a fuck about anybody's well being. Like I'm here for like anti policing, but when it comes to Davy, like lock this girl up. Like yeah, like, no, we put can't her in. <laughs> have her here. Like you gotta put yeah, put put her in prison. Like put her, put handcuffs on her. She's not just out here being a menace. But no, like but yeah, that'd be fun. honestly, I, I'm 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 taking it too far. It's episode one, she's not fucked up anything yet. But you already know she's going to. I still get that this same energy. This is what happened to me. I don't know if I can handle well, mentally handle that show because the same thing happened to me with Nurse Jackie. Nurse Jackie's such a banger show, but at a certain point, and like she's like fucked up the whole time. Like she's never. It's ne- it, she's never a good person in that show. That's fine. You're along for the story. You're seeing things happen. You know, you see her struggles. Da da da. But at one point, she does something so fucked up that I'm like, I can't keep watching it. I just can't. I cannot do it. And I've gone like on Twitter and stuff and talked to like family, friends, random people, and a lot of people drop off at that same part that I dropped off of. I'm like, there's some see, shit. That's I just where can't I'm at. Keep seeing. Have you seen Search uh-uh. Party? No. Because I have that with Search Party is a show that's on HBO Max. Uh, I think they just started or finished season five. And I watched the first seasons of Search Party. And I loved I loved the first season. I, I really enjoyed the second season. But the more the show goes on, the more it turns from, like, it's it, it kind of starts off in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia vibes where sure. all the main cast, they're terrible people. But that's why you're watching the show because it's fun to watch these people be terrible. By season four, it's like, Okay, this is torture porn. Like you are just torturing these characters in front of me, and this isn't fun anymore. This isn't comedy anymore. Now it's like dramatic in a way that is making me sad. Watch the show, and so I mm-hmm. didn't want. I stopped there. I'm like, I'm not gonna watch season five uh, anymore. To take it back to the, to the question though of uh, you know which IP should PlayStation pick up. I remember having the conversation. I don't know if it was the same question or a different question that somebody asked, but I remember talking about Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yeah. About yes. oh, it was the IP czar question right if like yes. if you're hiders the ips are um which we realize is may or may not be a, a real job well it was definitely not, not a, a real job but yeah john drake listened was like guys you know this is you know they'll get paid more than 80k or whatever i said at 50k and i was like listen john drake it's a fake job anyway <laughs> and ips are that's that's how you know like companies are you know not down for you because you won't even pay me fake pay me for a fake job like you know what's yeah it doesn't cost yeah. you anything you can't trust john corporations drake. with these fake jobs you know you know what they say about john drake you can't you can't trust a j a j name sorry janet um do you have anything other than <laughs> i don't know why i'm catching strays here early on in the episode um yeah i think avatar the last airbender it's funny they mentioned that too because it that mobile game just got announced recently yeah, and forgetting the, the details op- on that the open world mobile rpg and then there's also a different one that's um being made by um what mail mill entertainment mill game mill the, the, the one that got leaked general mills Gen- general mills cereal <laughs> uh yeah the one that got leaked which i think is game mill uh who they did mm. uh the nickelodeon all-star brawl and oh, the car racer that wasn't that great and you already know <laughs> that I, can't avatar to, game. I can't wait to boot up an avatar <laughs> game with no licensed avatar music and no voice acting blessing like what the hell man? it's for sure gonna be competing with platinum's avatar game in terms of which one of these can be more jank but i like i appreciate the fact that there's somebody in the world that's like we should make an avatar game. They just gotta meet the right people. Like they gotta hook, Again, they gotta like Sony link up with John Santa Drake or Monica. That's what I've been saying. Anytime this question is brought up, Sony Santa Monica could do it. Make me an Earthbender game where you're the avatar after Korra and you're the Earthbender trying to figure out like how to be the new avatar. Yeah, and like I, I, I think Sony Santa Monica would would uh, do a baller job. I still go to Guerrilla Games just because of like Horizon. I feel like I already has a lot of. The things that could make an avatar game a dope game right whether it is the different 
tribes represented, right? And each tribe kind of having their culture and their areas of the map and all that stuff. And then also, like, a lot of the abilities you have in Horizon being linked to, you know, area of effect and long-range distance kind of weapons, I think that will translate really well to um, a lot of Bender abilities. And there's already also elemental um, qualities to a lot of the attacks that you're doing in Horizon, which I also think you could, you could adapt and do very similar stuff that would work pretty well in an Avatar game. I would love for Guerrilla uh, Games or, like, any first-party Sony studio to adapt Avatar. But my answer, since I already gave that answer before, is actually going to be James Bond. And I know that I own Interactive is already working I feel on James like you've Bond. you've also given that answer before. Have I? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I've talked about James Bond because I did a blessing show about no, James you, Bond. you specifically did, uh, talked about it in the context of Naughty Dog. Yeah. Fuck, you're right. Yeah. Give God me damn it. another one. Reach into your heart of hearts and pull out something that doesn't make any sense like I did and just own that. Yeah, I can't. Uh, well, let me just give my uh, James Bond argument for a second. Okay. PlayStation <laughs> needs more first-person shooters. James Bond, early on in the console space, was the first-person shooter franchise. I feel like it'd be smart for PlayStation to go, you know what? We're taking it back, right? You start off Nintendo, third-party, yada, yada. Let's fucking, let's invest some first-party money into making James Bond one of the more popular IPs in film, uh, bringing it under our umbrella and owning it in the same way that we have Spider-Man own, uh, like our superhero games push. I'm sorry, Infamous. Um, but now if I have to think of a different IP, hmm, I got a, t I got a tab open called the, high the 25 highest grossing media IP, Okay. which is where I got James Bond from. And this is how you know like I take the show seriously is that I already I always have a tab open for whatever we're talking about, trying to like do the research. As I'm going down, right? You got Pokemon, you got uh, Hello Kitty, you got <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. Now, some of those, a lot of those already have games, which is interesting. Yeah, Winnie the Pooh is number Even three. Even Hello Kitty. What if you That's did do a game. wild, like, Winnie the uh, PlayStation Winnie the Pooh take? What, the the game version of that weird horror film that they either... I forgot yeah. they made that already yet, but... <laughs> I feel like if you make Michael a Winnie the like, Pooh game... You guys game, gotta play this game. <laughs> if you make a Winnie the Pooh game, it definitely has to be a Five Nights at Freddy's situation, I feel like. I hate that. I hate it. Why are you twisting shit. Winnie the Pooh into something that is not? They started it. All right. Whatever film company got the rights <laughs> to Winnie the Pooh somehow. Is it like is it it's, 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 it's These... public access or it's um what, what's yeah. the pro proper Creative term? Commons? No. Something like that. Something is something like that. Someone in chat. Free free Y'all probably know. Free agent. Free No, use. no. <laughs> free use. Open source. There's a word for that it. That sounds right. Open source. Oh, open source is definitely not the right. Not not right. Source, no. as a, as, so as open I go down the list. Early free access. Also, I don't know how, This is a I'm pulling from a website that I have no idea if they're um, uh, like reputable or not. It's called titlemex.com. Public so. domain. Thank you, Anthony Corbett. Yeah. Public. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Public domain. As I go down, right? It's Pokemon followed by Hello Kitty. And this again, this is the top 25 highest grossing media franchise, franchises sure. of all time. Hello Kitty, We Do the Pooh, Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse is already covered. Star Wars. Star Wars is already covered. Anpanman, which I've never heard, but Anpanman I believe Anpanman uh, from Japan. Yeah, yeah, it looks like it's a it's a manga, which that's pretty cool. Um, Disney Princess, I guess as an entertainment franchise, Mario, which is already covered. Um, yep. Shonen Jump, which we try all the time, and we'll, we'll just say that's covered. We get the Shonen games Jump have games been made already. There's no games left to make. Harry Potter, which we're getting that MCU, which we have Marvel's doing their thing. Spider Man, which PlayStation's already doing. Gundam, Ooh. Gundam is the next one. Which, there is a Gundam-like Overwatch-looking game coming out, right? I think so. But we can go bigger. I actually like that as an idea. Make a PlayStation Gundam game. Ryan Povala Higgins in the chat says, The Boys. Well, how would you feel about a PlayStation's The Boys game? Bless.
We talked about this. This is another one we talked. We've talked about everything uh, under the or under the globe, under the sun. On just close the funny. Discord window. Yeah, because we have game, we have multiple daily video game podcasts, and so nothing new can be said anymore. But yeah, I talked about how like I want Nether Realm to make the boys. I think they will make an amazing Cute. boys finding game. Um, that said, I think Sony Santa Monica could also make a dope ass boys video game, a third person action game, especially when you look at the fight scenes in God of War. I think if you are making a, I guess you wouldn't play as Homelander because Homelander's fucked up. Yeah, I feel Maybe like playing as Starlight would be the end goal, you know. Yeah, who are you playing as? Would it be Starlight? I think I feel like it wouldn't. It not be Busher. Yeah, but is that fun? Like you're fighting superheroes with guns. I mean, Butcher uh, season three. Uh, yeah, I guess you yeah. Know, no, that's a good point. Know. You know what? Or yeah, maybe sure, not. I'll take maybe it. not Butcher himself, or but like uh, someone else who's uh, looking to take on heroes. You know. I, I like the idea of you are a new character that Butcher approaches to join the boys. Yeah. And you maybe you take Compound V and like it is a customizable, hey, here are four different categories of superpowers that you can get and you can customize your own hero and play the way you want. Like Infamous or I guess in that case DC Universe Online a little bit. Um, but actually like, you know, third person action game focused. I think there's something you could do there. I think that would be pretty dope. We solved it. There we go. J- Janet, Barrett, it is time. For topic of the show. It is approaching the fall season. And in recent years, PlayStation, the company, uh, have thrown what they like to call the big PlayStation showcase uh, in around September time. Uh, Currently, there's not one announced, but you got to imagine that it's around the corner, right? We got to have one soon. And with that being the case, Janet, I want to talk to you about what we want from PlayStation's next big showcase. I reached out to you to bring five things that you want to see show up there. I've also brought to the table five things, and I've also reached out to the audience, uh, and I picked five write-ins from the audience. Uh, and so we're gonna we're gonna have a little you know fun potluck of ideas of what we want to want to see from PlayStation's next big showcase. Now, before we get in, Janet, was it you that linked in the in the doc the previous PlayStation showcases? Yeah. Do you want to give like? a broad idea of like what we should expect based on some of the previous PlayStation showcases that we've gotten. Yeah, I think just generally there are, that is where they bring the bangers. You know, we always talk about state of play. How was this one? Oh, it was fine, but everyone's mad and everyone's mad that we think it's fine and we don't think it's fine enough. PlayStation Showcase doesn't really have any of that kind of baggage for the most part. It is where you see, you know, big deal ports. Um, It's where you see new first party stuff announced. A lot of times you will see a couple like indie things. And often you also see, Things that are a bit expected, um, like I remember for one of them, they had um, Deathloop and everyone's like, oh, again. And I'm like, well, obviously they have to show it because it's going to come out. So there is a, a little bit of that. But usually there are a couple debatable highlights, right? We're seeing on screen Wolverine. Um, that was where I think we had heard about like Spider-Man 2 for the first time, things like that. It's like where the bangers come out. Um, so, yeah, that it's a it's a big deal showcase where you can expect a little bit of everything in terms of. I think what we normally talk about for both predictions and wish list items. Um, I will say usually there's not like a lot of the like hardware accessory stuff. People always predict like, oh, new controllers or whatever. Not a lot of that, but mm. a lot of software focused yeah. hits. And I will say like, I still think for a PlayStation showcase, there's a lot that's up in the air in terms of what could show up there. Cause if you remember for that first September one that we got in uh, 2020, right? Like, and this is after the PlayStation five, reveal showcase that was in june the follow-up one in september we also got 
uh, I think we got the price and stuff of the PS5, and then also uh, we got the PlayStation Plus collection. And so, like, they they like they built some space here and there for some of those bigger like bigger platform announcements to appear. But yeah, mainly it's, it is focused on the software. It is focused on the games. So with that being said, Janet, I'm going to let you take the stage first. What do you okay. want to see from PlayStation's upcoming showcase, whenever that is? Okay, I think we do have some overlap too. So feel free to jump in if you have any of these same ones. Um, the first thing I want to see. You know, I said new is always better. I want something new. I'd love to see something new first party. Um, I think one of the like highest suspects would be something from Sucker Punch, whether that's, you know, the heavily rumored and like job listed uh, follow up to Ghost Tsushima. Um, as a joke, I wrote Insomniac again, because like, why not? <laughs> um, no, actually, Ins Insomniac probably just needs some time off and a vacation to finish the two games they already have, which is bonkers at their output. But yeah, I'd want to see something first party. Um, like I said, I think Sucker Punch is the likely contender, but I'd be happy to see anything from any of the studios just because I always like seeing a good cadence between us having established franchises that we already know about things in the works and then stuff something to look forward to on the horizon um, that can kind of maybe be the next big thing. And I think for so in so many ways, Ghost already was that, right? It was kind of, you know, we now have Jin, we got the Funko Pops, we got the movie, we have, there's an IP hype around that franchise. Um, so I, I feel like that would be likely what we see and i'd be excited to see it you know i think i a lot of people assume i didn't enjoy ghost tsushima just because i didn't love it the way a lot of people did but i think the the base with the combat was so fantastic um even though i didn't finish Iki island i see a lot of ways that they like build on that base and get kind of like a little bit weirder and funkier with the storytelling and kind of push things further so i'm very excited to see what the second in this franchise would look like because i think they have such a good base and whether you loved it or didn't love it i think everyone can acknowledge that there's a strong foundation to this as a franchise so um yeah i'd love to see what they do next yeah i think it's interesting that you bring up uh insomniac as an example of like you know they've they've done so much in recent years they've been carrying playstations on their playstation on their back um you know both with in the previous playstation showcase both revealing spider-man 2 and the next wolverine game but then also putting out ratchet and clank rift apart and then also spider-man miles morales and also spider-man remastered right and that only being a couple of years after the previous spider-man game they've been go insomniac has been going crazy with the, with the um with with the work that they've been putting in for playstation uh and so i would not expect anything new from them even though there are reports of them working on like a multiplayer project and like all all this other stuff right and vr around the corner i'm sure maybe we get an insomniac vr thing too but i i would be shocked i would be surprised and very impressed if we saw another um new insomniac thing that said spider-man 2 i believe is slated for 2023 and that being the case i do think you see some kind of gameplay for spider-man 2 right even if it is Same. a short hey here's a two minute gameplay trailer that is you know us showing you Peter Parker gameplay or Peter Parker and Miles Morales gameplay, right? Or something, something that shocks and engages us uh, because it is going to be whatever the, the driving, um, you know, the driving feature of Spider-Man 2 is, right? Like, show me that, you know, is it me going to be playing as both of them? Is it me going to be introduced to whoever Venom is? Or like, what, like, what is the new and exciting thing that makes Spider-Man 2 hype and pop? And I think um, if you're able to put that in there, I think that, that that'd be worth having. Um, to follow up on uh, on yours though, right? You're asking for any new first party first party game. <clears throat> I'm gonna follow up with doing like a, a snake draft style thing where I'm gonna do two of mine, uh, starting with Ghost of Tsushima because that's the first one you mentioned. Uh, I think it's about time to show Ghost of Tsushima too, uh, and that's a game that I don't think is imminent. That's a game that you know Ghost of Tsushima one came out 
uh, summer 2020. Legends came out shortly after that. Sucker Punch, you know, I think they would like to take their time with Ghost Shima 2. That is going to be another big open world that I'm sure is going to take a lot of work, a lot of, um, you know, effort to, to make happen and to make polish and shine the way that I think Ghost Shima 1 was. Uh, with that, I don't think it's too early to tease, right? I don't think it's too early for maybe a cinematic trailer or just to let the world know. Because the world already assumes they're making Ghost of Tsushima 2. Like, it's not a secret. You know, like, we've read the job postings. We know that you got the juice out of Ghost of Tsushima 1. We, we know that you're going to want to follow up with that. And so, why even keep it a secret, right? Like, I, I'd say put out um, a cinematic trailer if you're ready for it, obviously. Like, if you have the um, story set up or, like, any sort of visuals you can show to kind of give an idea of what the direction of the game is. I think that'd be, that could be a cool reveal. And then on top of that, what I think could even be cooler would be if you were uh, able to confirm uh, Ghost of Shima Legends, like some kind of, uh, confirm that that is standalone as well, right? Because that's my expectation. I think that's a lot of people's expectations that Ghost of Shima Legends this time around, you're going to put out as its own thing because of this multiplayer pl push from PlayStation, but also because Legends 1 in Ghost of Shima 1 was fantastic, but it was hindered a bit by being packed in with the game, which is why later on they figured out a way to kind of spit it out into its own thing. Um, and so, yeah, I would love for I would love for a cinematic trailer, and then the last like frame of the trailer is um, like a text pop up that says like "Legends will continue" dot 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 or something like that to tease <laughs> Ghost Shima. Everyone's Legends. like, yeah, everybody, everybody meeting me. This I'm like, yeah, let's right? fucking go. That might be not. That might. Honestly, as I say it, that might not be a this year PlayStation Showcase thing. That might be like whenever they show Ghost hey, 2 for the second it's time. It's what but... we want within like light right. reason, right? I feel like yeah. there's some things that maybe we'd want that doesn't make sense to list on here. But yeah, I think it's totally like a reasonable thing to like be looking forward to from something as big as this. Um, with you bring up multiplayer too, like I want to toss out one of mine. Um, the Last of Us multiplayer, I think now, especially as we approach um, the Last of Us part one remake yes sure yes. um like that's kind of now it, that's had its, its moment in the sun um depending obviously on when this hypothetical showcase did drop if it was before obviously they would probably plug that because like i said they always are going to plug whatever they're going to have on sale soon they want to get that out there to the audience but assuming that's past this um window of time i think it's we're kind of we're ready to hear it. I don't know if they're ready to show it, but a little bit more from like the multiplayer component. I feel a little bit like my faith has been restored that we'll see this somewhat soon in the sense that we did get a little bit of that tease at I think it was the Game Awards, right? Of like, hey, it exists. You know, we at, we, uh, we know you we know you want to know it, and here's like a, a picture or whatever. Was that, no, was that, that Game Awards? Summer, that was Summer Game Fest. Summer yeah. Game yeah. Fest, <laughs> singular game, right? Or games. Summer Fest. Game Fest live. I don't know. Live. I don't know. I don't never know about the singular the gamer sequel. games. Yes. Because yeah, IGN also had their summer games thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's summer of gaming. So um, there you go. Okay. Which, which um, one's game spots? Play for all. Oh, <laughs> man. Play some days of play. It kind of reminds me of like Nickelodeon's Get Out and Play. Do you remember that? The I do remember that. Turn off all the shows and they'd be like, step outside. And it's like, now nah, I'm tapping over to Cartoon Network. Yeah, I was going to say, we all, we all just know? watch Cartoon Network. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, don't, I know for outside. a fact, like Mr. Cartoon Networking, uh, Net oh, Networkton or whatever his name is, I, he, he was fucking hyped the third, for Nickelodeon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Cartoon Network, the third senior, was fucking mm -hmm. hyped whenever Nickelodeon yeah, Get yeah. Out and Play Day came through because he was like, oh, we're reckoning the money now. They're Everybody's like, over yeah, here watching. Billy and Mandy. 
pump out that content. Whatever you're showing is what I'm watching. Um, I remember that era of being a kid too. I would literally just watch whatever was there because I'm like, what? I have no options. Anyway, um, but, but yeah, I think Last of Us multiplayer would be awesome. You know, we really only saw just that kind of essentially concept art or like kind of a, a, a setting the table with like a little bit of the tone. So anything, um, obviously my wish would be gameplay because that's, I think the most powerful thing you can show at any showcase. Um, but I'd be happy with literally anything from there. And I think that could kind of fit into a larger kind of um, section of the showcase that focuses on that multiplayer push that we keep hearing about, but really haven't enjoyed the fruits of mm. at this point, I would say. So, See, yeah. That that leads into my second one as well, which is I want... I want there to be like a hype multiplayer presence, mm -hmm. right? And I want I want them to show that they're that they're not fucking around, right? I want this to be like the next phase. And we've talked about phases a lot, right? Of PlayStation. I want them to be like, yo, this is the next phase of PlayStation. We're pushing multiplayer, but we're pushing multiplayer in the dopest way possible. Um, and this is gonna be me asking the world and knowing that, like, you know, I'm gonna say all this. Y'all all gonna be like, he's crazy. Trust me. I know this is not all gonna happen, but I think a dope way to, for it to happen, if things do line up, would be for hey, let's. Uh, let's have a Bungie announcement, right? Like for whatever the multiplayer section is, let's show off whatever the new Bungie project is, the new IP that they're working on, right? I think that would be such a strong opening statement, a studio that is already known for multiplayer, a studio that all of us know can do multiplayer well, uh, and a studio that I think was a hyped uh, uh, acquisition from PlayStation. You know, they have their fans, they have the Destiny fans, everybody's looking forward to what they're doing next. Lead off with that, and then get into maybe one of the handful of other multiplayer projects that you're working on, right? There's Deviation, there's um, Fire... Ooh, uh, Fire okay. Sprite. Fire Sprite? Uh, Aloy treats so. a Sprite. Yeah, yeah, so Fire... Well, there's Firewalk and Fire Sprite, who I think both of them might be working on multiplayer shit. Show me one of their shit. Uh, like, show me one of those games. Uh, I think, ideally... Having a Haven, having Haven Games Studio or having Haven Studios game there would be fucking dope as hell, right? You just bought them. Show us why. Show us what yep. they're working on. I'm sure their game is going to be something that is different, and it is going to be, I think, I assume more, you know, MMO adjacent in terms of the how much connectivity it has. Show me that. I think that would be cool. Uh, you know, give us maybe whatever Gorilla or Insomniac are working on for their multiplayer game because they've had um, the job listings that they're working on multiplayer stuff too. I think coming off of Horizon Forbidden West, I think people have Horizon Fresh on their mind. If you show off a Horizon multiplayer game right now, I think that would be fucking sick as hell. I think people will get really excited about that or whatever Insomniac's working on. Again, these are big dreams. These are big asks. I don't expect it all, but I'm just throwing this stuff out there in terms of the ways that they can contextualize this. And then, yeah, I say you close it with Last of Us Factions. You go, hey, like you guys have seen X, Y, and Z thing from us. We showed you this, this, and this today. We have one more big multiplayer project we, we want to show you and have it be some some sort of visual that goes beyond concept art. I don't expect a big breakdown because, of course, at Key 3, uh, when Neil Druckmann came out on stage, uh, one of the things he said was that uh, you're going to see a lot more of this game next year. And so I expect that next year sometime is going to be the full blowout for this game. Hey, this is what Last of Us Factions is. Welcome to the world of America, but like fucked up America. <laughs> Welcome to the like, world wait, of I'm San sorry, Francisco. Fucked up America versus. The, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, welcome to, like, yeah, because you know, we saw that. of America. The, with less the graffiti SF somehow, imagery. but it's fine. Yeah, welcome to the world of San Francisco. And then we and, and taken then, over by clickers. And, yeah, and then we get the, like, the, the fake VO of people talking to each other, like they're actually playing the multiplayer game with each other. And it's, like, really scripted oh, like, and awkward. Like, Sea of Thieves style? Sea of Thieves, like, Rainbow Six Siege, when Rainbow Six Siege was revealed, that kind of level. I 
actually thought the Sea yeah. of Thieves one looked cute, but it'd be it'd be weird. I feel like to have that too because Last of Us is such a, such a dark world. So like, it is obviously like you can have fun in dark worlds. Like I love the gameplay of Last of Us, but like the the idea of someone being like. Like just laughing and chucking it up while people are like, "Oh, that's my brother! He's shot! He's shot!" <laughs> Jameson. NPCs. Oh no, my dog! Spike. Why Spike? And you're just playing with your friend, like, "Oh man, I just killed that guy's dog. That's fucking crazy." Uh, yeah. yeah. Welcome to the world of SF. All the buildings have, have burned down except for Salesforce Tower, which is still up somehow. Uh, God damn that that building. The last remaining beacon in a. <laughs> the last remaining beacon. It is still dark. And it, for sure, for sure, Salesforce Tower is going to be that building in the background that you and your friends are going to keep seeing. And like, like in any Naughty Dog game, of like we got to make it over there because that's where this faction is held up. It's I for sure. Though, be like that. I, I gotta make this list eventually. But like game tropes, like design tropes. I love a, like I kind of love it. You see it at the distance, and then there's the oh, we made a lot of progress, but we're somehow way further back than when we started. But somehow also it doesn't take as long to come back because they're also the game would be too long. But yeah, that yeah. I think that would definitely be there. Yeah. I love your shout out of. Um, of uh haven and like what they're working on too because i i feel like that's been a big question mark for me and i've really been wanting to know more especially because what we have is so weirdly like vague and ephemeral i'm like i just want to kind of you know get a, a better sense of of what they have going on there yeah yeah and, and to to um to put a clip on last of us right like i don't think it'll be extensive once again like all the stuff yeah. that i'm talking about in terms of like welcome to the world save that Two for next concept year. art photos yeah give me yeah, give me a, yeah give me an extra concept art photo you know show me Double like the what photos a, that we had before what kind of like gun classes do we have in the game or something like that no i give me like maybe a i don't know man a 20 second teaser like give me something else give me something more give me something that sets the tone uh beyond just concept art i think that would be um pretty fun janet you know what else is yes. fun audience write-ins cameron kennedy writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says for what i want from playstation's next big showcase spider-man 2 not getting delayed to 2024 that's it that's all i need so Janet, just what are... not hearing anything about spider-man is exactly. positive for this person what are the chances you think spider-man gets delayed to 2024 oh i'm gonna say pretty low in the sense that i'm trying to think and and feel free to chime in with like factoids if you have them but i feel like historically insomnia i feel like there hasn't been a lot of delays with like their big ip titles unless i'm forgetting something so that's why i feel pretty good about the window that we have there there have been delays but like not yeah. at, not at these events right but like you know god of war was supposed to come out i think last year um uh i think yeah, Horizon Insom got delayed. insomniac specifically oh insomniac specifically yeah uh, mm. since that's there, oh, you're right you're probably game. right about that yeah so, ratchet came out on time i think too the fact that I also like, and this is again, just like the vibes, right? There's no behind the scenes logic that I have to this, but I think the fact that they unveiled both Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine essentially at the same time speaks to like a, a level of like planning that makes me feel confident in their release window and then prospective release date that they do give out because it just seems that they have a lot of content and they're just trying to give people a heads up on what they have going on. And yeah, I would just be a little surprised given how much of a call their shot moment that kind of was. Cause I remember like seeing that and they showed, I think, I feel like they showed Wolverine first. Cause I remember yeah. being like, well, yeah. I guess there's not Spider-Man. Cause I had pretty good Spider-Man too. And everyone said I was fucking crazy, uh, but I wasn't I cause I was that. fucking right. Yeah, Boom. Too, yeah. um, giving myself my flowers. Cause no one else did anyway. <laughs> um, but I saw I it. I was like, I, I was like, I, uh, you know, we could always, you could, I feel like we don't do it enough though. You know, like let's, let's double back. Let's take a second and, uh, I, and, and go with me right. on this word picture. I'm sending thing. you a bouquet right now. 
I never want to hear it again. Um, hell yeah. You know, you guys, you, y'all know my address. Feel free to send me anything except for hate mail, I guess. But, um, just a rock that says suck on this. Um, but I was shocked because I was like, all right, this is definitely no Spider-Man 2 then. I mean, there was no world in which I thought they would show anything else after they showed Wolverine. And then when they did, I'm like, oh, they have a lot fucking going on. So mm. again, you know, things happen. No one plans for a delay. That's why it's a delay. But, um, I feel pretty good about what they have set up. Another one from patreon.com slash kind of funny games comes from Jordan Lee Rowan, who says, I feel like the stealth genre has really slipped in the last decade. Yes, there's Hitman. But other than that, what do we have? I want a PlayStation exclusive stealth game a la Metal Gear or Dishonored. Please, Sony, give me stealth. Chan, do you think we can see a stealth game at this? Up, uh, I, I say at this upcoming PlayStation showcase at an upcoming PlayStation uh, showcase. Yes, but I feel like we won't. And I think what I'd like to see that's maybe a little bit more it's realistic giving like the history is i just want to see a better execution of stealth in ghost um that's one of my big complaints about ghost like oh be the ghost where bitch because i was out here just murking people left and right and, it, and there is stealth moments in it but i just feel like they didn't lean into it as much as i thought they would or i feel like the setups weren't like as well done there's of course the infamous mandatory stealth sections which i don't think anyone was the biggest fan of. So I would love to see, I think, them flesh out that section a little bit more and make that a big highlight. And I feel like generally, like as someone that does enjoy stealth, but maybe hasn't played, you know, a million stealth games, that would be something that I appreciate. Because I, I think having those stealth opportunities within like a larger set of, you know, gameplay mechanics. And I think even just building out like the mechanics that you can have within stealth. Obviously there were weapons in Ghost that favorite stealth, like the smoke bomb, where it's like, okay, and then you can, you know, do like a takedown. But I'd like to see them build that out more because I think when, at least for me, when I tend to think about the highlights of that game, it is the depth of the like one-on-one -on -one combat and how those kind of skill trees like went over time while like the stealth kind of falls to the wayside a little bit, at least in my experience with it. But yeah, yeah. what about you? Uh, I would love to see more stealth stuff. I think you make a good point that um, we have PlayStation games that might cover stealth already. Ghost Shima is a great example. And then also, I know it's not a stealth game, but there is stealth in Spider-Man, right? And there is stealth in all uh, stealth I like the stealth in Spider-Man, too. I feel like that was a yeah. little I, I enjoyed it a lot, actually. Yeah, and like you have some of that stuff in other games, but I think there is something special about big AAA games that are stealth-ass games. Metal Gear Solid Five is still one of my favorite games of the last generation, um, and that is probably one of the best stealth games to ever come out. You know, mm -hmm. Hitman Three is another Hitman, the franchise, the the latest trilogy. I think is such a strong uh, uh, franchise, and like that specializes in stealth. There's so much good gameplay opportunity uh, uh, when it comes to stealth, and like you know, you look at Deathloop last year, and I I, I think Deathloop proved that you can still push that even further, right? Like, and I know that wasn't completely a stealth game. You can go loud in Deathloop, all, all that stuff, but you have choices. Um, and like, I think having stealth as a big option in that game helped take it to another level. I would love to see PlayStation First Party find some kind of like flag they can put in the ground and go, hey, like we are, uh, this is our stealth franchise and this is why it's special, right? Whether it is, let's bring back Siphon Filter or whether it is like something brand new or putting Blue Point on Metal Gear or something like that. You know, I think there's a lot of a lot of the stealth franchises that have come and gone have been very iconic. Um, and I think there's a lot that can be done with, with, with that space. And I'm I'm sad that stealth like has kind of gone away in mm. terms of the big stuff. It's like what Dishonored isn't uh, making putting out new titles anymore, really. Um, right. Hitman. Uh, I'm sh I'm sure there's gonna be some kind of Hitman in the future, but for now they're working on James Bond, uh, Metal Gear. We're not seeing new games come out of that. Um, you know what? No Thief. Like you, Deus Ex has been put on, put on ice. 
all of the dopest Batman Arkham with the, arguably the better stealth system than Spider-Man. Like that, you know, you're not getting any of that kind of stuff anymore. I'll, I'll let that slide. I'll let that slide. Yeah, yeah. I think it has a, a better one. Um, Spider-Man's still very good, but yeah, I don't want this yeah, 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 yeah. I, I just wanted to, you know, <laughs> give you a little one-two punch. Uh, also, Cooper oh, fair, in the chat fair. also gives you uh, a shout-out to Assassin's Creed as well. Like, Assassin's oh, Creed yeah. hasn't been really a stealth-first game in a, a long time, um, even though there are rumors of um, uh, the the smaller Assassin's Creed title that uh, might be more akin to the the first couple of games. Uh, yeah. My my question for you though is, bless, like, what's the over under? There are rumors of, uh, speaking of just like stealth titles, right? Of Metal Gear Solid Three remake, I think. Like, oh yeah. Earlier That's this year, like Virtuous Games. Yeah, or something like that. What's the over mm. under on that? At, like showing up at a showcase, like uh, for PlayStation. At a PlayStation showcase. It's a very good question, Vericorny. I don't know, honestly. That's not one that I thought about too hard in terms of like where it would show up. I think it makes sense for a Metal Gear thing to show up at a PlayStation thing because PlayStation would want to, I think, attach themselves to that. Metal Gear is such a uh, like a you know big IP, powerful IP, and that is for sure that would for sure get people hyped. Um, I think the question is more so on Konami and how they think about um, Metal Gear and how they think about the remake. You know, like Virtuous Studio. I need to look up Virtuous again, actually, because I forget what they'd done in the past and if they're like a fucking beloved studio. Because them not being a name that gets thrown around, thrown around a lot makes me go, "Oh, is this remake going to be like a smaller remake? Is this going to be something hype? Um, or is it one that like you know catches off guard, off guard and turns out to be like the dopest Metal Gear Solid Three remake we could ask for?" I'm looking at their website right now, and they they they've done work, I believe, support work on. It looks like Halo Infinite, Cana Bridge of Spirits, Back for Blood, Guardians. And so, like, they've touched some good games, right? They've done really good support work, I imagine. But it's hard, it's hard to come down if, like, if they're the sole developers um, uh, on this remake, how that would end up being. I'm, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say there's a good chance. In the, in the way that Knights of the Old Republic remake was at a PlayStation showcase, and that was supposed to, <laughs> yeah, that not, was not if it actually gets made and like actually put out, but will it no, actually yeah. be there? You know, because like if Knights of the Old Republic is at a PlayStation showcase and that's made by Aspire, like or it was being made by Aspire, yeah, why not get a, a Virtuous Metal Gear Solid Three remake in there? I'm gonna say yeah, high chance, high chance. All right, all right. Janet, what else do you want to see from a PlayStation showcase? Um, I want to see. A couple things. I want to see the next like indie darling or set of indie darlings, right? You know, we just did our uh, determining the best indie game um, episode, so definitely like check out that bracket episode if you missed it. Um, so like, yeah, what's the next stuff to look forward to? And then also just some updates on previously announced titles like uh, Little Devil Inside, uh, Chia, which I hope I'm saying correctly because I always forget. Um, like Chia still has like a 2022 release window, but like that window's starting to close in terms of time moving forward. So I'd like some some updates on stuff we already know, but also some extra stuff to be excited about Hell which yeah. we've seen a little bit from other showcases as well on that yeah she has like that breath of the wild style kind of indie game yeah cool looking art style uh it, well, it takes place on an island or something it looks like yeah um and you, you like have a bunch of like there's like a glider of course because there's always a glider um there's like there's you can play your guitar or like some your ukulele or some type of instrument so it has like a bunch of these different like exploratory oh, mechanics you see, Yo, cool, like, you see that back off off this, stuff what was that <laughs> this kid is like the most like acrobat okay there's like a lot happening in this so game, she, i was too. gonna say she is one of those games i i never trust the game that I think lets you turn into, into a any animal there. 
Yeah. What? what? Didn't we get, uh, that Assassin's we, Creed game lets you be a fucking eagle or some shit, right? Like, well, no, that's that you, Janet. Uh, like, I don't want to get into like the the, the lore. No, be that. Please here. be that guy. But like, please be that guy. You know, Actually, like, it's it's uh, you're communicating with your buddy who's an eagle. Like, you're okay. you have an eagle friend and you communicate with it. And uh, there's also yeah, eagle so. flight. But like, no, <laughs> there's a there's a in the last what seven years there have been multiple games announced. That like you watch the trailer and the trailer is the main character turning into a bunch of different animals in like a wild setting. I think one of those games might have been wild. Um, and those games just never come out. Like there was wild. There was um, what humankind, mankind, something like that. I'm pretty sure there's like five other ones that are all announced that look like the same game where you're just turning into different animals. And those games just never fucking set the world on fire. And so as soon as I see, as soon as I'm watching a trailer and I see a character turning into a bunch of different animals in a forest setting, I'm like. That's, that's but this could out. be the one, though. You know what I mean? I mean, she did do a backflip. So there and that you backflip go. Was dope. That's that true. backflip was dope. That's true. Uh, on the similar note, though, as uh, the indie stuff, right? Little Devil Inside and Goodbye Volcano High. I'm with you mm-hmm. that I want updates. Specifically, I want release dates. Uh, Little Devil Inside is still slated for this year, I believe. And like, it's now or never, right? Like, either either have that show up at a at Gamescom happening soon or if there's a playstation showcase i think that would be the time to put a stamp on it of it's coming in december or it's really coming in february right like let me know um i think that'd be dope and yeah goodbye volcano high i think is maybe the last indie from the playstation uh showcases from 2020 that still hasn't come out aside from little devil inside and so i expect to see something on that soon right like we got to get more info on that um but along with dates for those right I want to maybe see some sequels, some follow-ups to some older PlayStation indies. Like, I, I would pop if we got a Kana 2 trailer, right? Or something along those lines. Like, my thing is, <laughs> you've been it building... It was a fun time. I, 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 I had a good time in Kana. Um, and yeah, as PlayStation, you've been building this identity with PlayStation indies. And I think with that having follow-ups that you continue to attach yourself to right just to, to show that it's not one and done right like when you think of kana we want you to think of playstation when you think of x y and z indie you want we want you to think of playstation right if they ever make a straight two we want that to be a playstation title i think that could be pretty good for them um and good for the indies that uh are looking for that kind of support and looking for that kind of budget and all that stuff and so i think a kana 2 trailer or something along those lines could be uh, Honestly, hype as hell bless i would pop for a kana too i wasn't right? as in love with Kana's, uh, I, I think you were high on it, and like Tim was high on it and stuff. But like mm. that was also, we have to remember that was their first game that they had ever developed, yeah. right? And so I, I think they could learn a lot from the the first game, and uh, I, I think there's like a lot of uh, room for improvement from that first game. And so I'd be, ex- I would actually be excited to see what they could do in a follow up for sure. Yeah, my my hesitation is just that historically, like indies do not get sequels unless they're like. I, I actually don't really know what the the differential between like how we don't see sequels mostly in the indie space. Um, and I just don't know that it would work out. Um, doesn't mean the game would be necessarily bad, but like I just struggle to imagine that game getting a sequel. Um, but I do That's think fair. I do want to see their next project because and I did like um, Kane of Bridge of Spirits and I would be down to play the next one. But at the same time, I feel like I would want so many things changed that maybe I'm like, maybe I just want a different project. Um, and again, I really did love the game. Like I, you know, was the one that had the hesitancy when we moved on from it and the, on the bracket and everything. But like at the end of the day, choices were made that I feel like I wish they weren't made in that game. Um, so yeah, I, I think I'd rather just see them do another project. But that being said, it is interesting to think about what 
would be the like number one contenders for getting sequels and what those things look like. Because I do think, to your point, it would be great to have established kind of indie franchises a little bit. But yeah, we just don't really mm. see that as often. So I'm not sure what would be a, maybe a better yeah. contender if I'm not excited about it too as much. And honestly, I think that's fair, right? I think like I, the alternative of, alternative of it would be to see the follow-ups for the developers. Like what is the Kena studio working on next, right? Like to see those during a PlayStation showcase, I think would get the Overcooked same job three done. drops, no. <laughs> and that's probably, Overcooked 3, uh, that's probably more of a realistic like expectation for whatever that studio is doing, like to be a, a new thing. Or I guess for indie studios in general. I could see it. I think out of all the indie games, I think Kena 2 is one that I could see a sequel to because the first one was so beloved and like, that first game just looks gorgeous, man. Like that, the visuals. I think. Of, uh, I think about how that game looks all the time. Specifically, I forget the, what they're called. Like the little wombledies. Yeah, the rot. Yeah, I don't know why I thought they had a, a dumbass name <laughs> like fucking like wombledies um, or something. I mean, <laughs> they look like, like they a weirdly. It's a weirdly gross name for a very cute little pal. Yeah, that's like kind of the most shocking. Yeah, you're you're probably thinking pals. of the Higgledies from uh, uh, Nino Cooney. Bless. I'm definitely thinking of the Higgledies, and I'm also thinking of the little Kirby guys, the um, Waddledies. Uh, yeah, Waddledies, yeah. Dan likes everything. Writes into Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games says, "For the next showcase, I'd love to see the rumored Final Fantasy remakes get officially announced. Final Fantasy IX or Final Fantasy Tactics. They're both on the Nvidia leak, so it's only a matter of time. Beyond that, beyond the addition of Konami games to the to the new PS Plus would be great. I agree on both fronts." Specifically the Konami games. I think that'll be really fun to see um, Metal Gear Solid 4 come back to the service. Please, we miss you. Janet, what else do you want to see from PlayStation's next showcase? I want to see some fire reports. Um, admittedly, I couldn't think of, and not that there's anything wrong with like, indie games, like I fuck with indie games, but I was like, I want to think of like a bigger deal game. So if you guys have any, let me know. I can add them to my wish list that I keep under my pillow every night until there's a PlayStation showcase announced, uh, as one does. But um, fire reports, I think, from this year would be things like Neon White, um, on PlayStation, things like Citizen Sleeper, um, stuff that I feel like I've really fucked with from the year that just isn't on PlayStation yet would be, I think, a a good solid win to kind of, and again, if they were indie, they could kind of be thrown into that um, kind of indie segment. I think a lot of times, too, at these kind of marquee showcases, you do see those like, oh, this is a hit. It's a known quantity. People love it. People fuck with it. And now you can play it on there um, and have the fun of of the trophies and all that jazz. Yeah, I agree. Like, I think it'd be dope to see um, like games like Neon White come to the platform, right? Or like the indie games that have been a hit come to the platform. I do feel like I, those are more of the state of play kind of announcements of the world. I remember when we got Inscription, I think at the previous state of play or one of the previous ones. I think ones so. Definitely was that a state of play, I think, or was it just a blog? Actually, no, I it don't could know. have just been a blog. I think uh, it, I think it was the last time they did a Twitter thread where they're giving uh, updates on a blog or something like that. <clears throat> Yeah, PlayStation, they're not yeah. great at, like, hyping up blog. indies as much as they, they should. Like, I like PlayStation indies as, as a thing. And, like, we see a lot of the new announcements, right? Like, the strays and the seafoods of the world end up at the showcases. But when it comes to ports or when it comes to the shit that should be exciting like that, I, I they don't hype that up. Inscription should have been hype as hell. That should have mm -hmm. been like a, oh, let's fucking, let's put this in the showcase. Let's put this in some, in some crazy shit, right? But... You know, yeah, it's usually it, instead of like the more indie port stuff, they they usually fill that time with like third party uh, stuff. Yeah. Like just looking at last year's showcase where they were showing off uh, for Sp for Spoken, uh, Extraction, um, uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Remember that game? Um, yeah. So yeah. Mm -hmm. who could forget? Who could forget? 
Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh, I still have it installed, so you know it's not uh, over yet. I probably have it because <laughs> I haven't started still. it. I've only just everyone's. Are like, you gonna you play, know, it? play this? I'd like to at least try it. Why not? You know, Ghostwire Tokyo. I appreciate it as a game that seems like it's not bad, but like okay, like it seems fine. And I never touched Ghostwire Tokyo. Nobody has ever asked me to touch Ghostwire Tokyo. Yes. Like it's it's like the rare game where it's a big AAA game that comes out, and always there's somebody that's like. Bless hasn't played this. Bless hasn't played more Xeno. Bless hasn't played XYZ thing. And I'm like, listen, man, a million games come out. I'm busy. I got other things I'm playing. I'm always playing something. I can't make space for all these games. Not one person was like, Bless hasn't played Ghostwire Tokyo. It's a PlayStation exclusive. He's on a PlayStation podcast. Not one person. It's like the one game that everybody's like, not to play Ghostwire Tokyo and they haven't either. And they're like, I don't want to have to throw this rock and have it hit me in the face. Um, That's something that though came to like in terms of like PlayStation, like bigger games something that we've seen previously is like the PS5 version of like an already established game. And I was trying to think of what are, what are some of the like obvious suspects that are still remaining on that front? I couldn't, nothing really came to mind initially, but I do think like usually something like that gets kind of tried out for a showcase. Uh, Another thing I'd like to see, uh, I want one more big first party PSVR two game. Uh, Right now they have announced horizon call of the mountain. And that seems like the big PlayStation first party IP that, you know, they have announced for PSVR 2. I think you need one more, at least one more. And I personally, like, we, I talked about Spider-Man all the time and how, like, I think that'd be the, the shoe-in. Oh, God. Another one, though, Why? that I want to throw. Well, hold on. I need because to, I need... everyone would get sick. Because yeah, everyone I... would get sick. And That's like, your pitch for it. That's your selling point <laughs> for that It's VR memorable. Title. All right? You're not going to forget Spider-Man on PlayStation VR. Because, yeah, listen, you're not going to forget it. <laughs> and then you're never going to forget that you never want to touch your VR unit ever again. <laughs> No, it's because like I think Spider Man is an IP. Uh, Spider Man is an IP undoubtedly is PlayStation's biggest thing they got going right. In yeah. terms of it's Spider Man, but it's just the power. MJ stealth from Spider Man One. But oh, no. <laughs> gameplay wise, I don't know how you make it work. I like I've seen clips on like YouTube of people doing like Spider Man mods for other VR shit where they're like swinging around and like listen. I don't know how they do it, but maybe it's something they maybe they can figure like, something out the people that mod like to play outer wilds in vr where you're fucking going around in that goddamn ship not being able to land and you're spinning on the sleeve oh. uh but what i think is <clears throat> more uh applicable to vr and would also work as a big playstation first party uh thing that they want to push is ghost of tsushima if you can do a <clears throat> excuse me a side ghost of tsushima story where you're playing as like Lady Moscow or one of the other characters that people really like from that game. And it is first person sword fighting and you're going through it. It could even be like, I don't know. You're going through linear levels. Like, I don't, I don't know if you can make that, if you want to make that an open world, but if you make it a linear game where you're, where you're doing sword fighting and it is you, you know, having to block, having to like hold your, hold your sword, you know, diagonally, horizontally, do whatever. Right. And have that realistic sword fighting um, gameplay Getting to, to it. Get a deer getting to pet a deer, right? Getting to write poetry, getting to take off your shirt and hang out in a sauna. I think there's something there. <laughs> like, I think you can make a pretty <laughs> okay, good game honestly, out of Honestly, though, like, yeah, sure. VR like, sauna? This sounds kind of fire. Let's, st- yeah, let's step into this hot spring and, like, think about our uncle or some shit. Hot like, spring, why not? thank you. Why Sorry, not? I said sauna. Yeah, I, th- I think that could be fun. And there's, I'm sure there's fun stuff you can do game design-wise with different enemy types. And even if you want to maybe pull in the different stances, right? And make people do those stances in real Let life. Let me dye my own fabric, you know? I'm like, what's the most boring stuff that you can do? That's what I want to do. <laughs> I, uh, maybe Let me ride a horse, right? Horse riding simulator. Again, I think VR. that it would make you kind of like, I think that'd be disorienting because you'd be changing like the position, like you're in on it'd be like the screen. up and down, I think. Yeah, and, like, the forward yeah your body is like moving, but your body isn't moving. And I think that's what makes 
people sick is when yeah. it looks like your body is moving VR. and then but your body's not moving so it's like because i feel like i should be feeling wind resistance as well janet I, but then i just don't, turn a fan then, on uh, i mean uh, really go thing. 4d like yeah. 4d movie with it you know i think the way the way you mitigate that is probably by like making it more like making it smooth motion but then also making it not as fast motion which wouldn't really work for a horse because horses are not smooth and also fast creatures but you could do like um, but like uh, you know there uh, you're not always going uh, you know 30 miles per hour on a horse right like uh, you know yeah but then what's the point of having a horse who's just going to walk you just, know, you're a samurai. Just for the, just for Get the fun crazy. of it, you know, just for the, I don't know. Get crazy. I remember playing Astrobot Rescue Mission um, back when it came out. And, um, you know, that's a game that automatically moves as you control um, Astrobot and, like, um, uh, push him forward. There's a section of that game where, there's multiple sections of that game where you're, like, going a bit vertical. I remember my first time where it, I was moving straight up. And when I tell you that, I'm pretty sure that knocked me out for a day. Like after that section of the game, I had to lie down and I was out until nighttime. Um, but th there was another there was another section of the game that like takes you underwater, and that mm -hmm. one didn't make me sick, but it did make me like, there, I'm sure there's a clip somewhere where I'm like, oh my god, and then like as I'm going underwater because my mic is on as I'm playing Astrobot alone in my room, uh, and it freaked me out because it felt so realistic in VR. VR is pretty cool, man. Give me a ghost. Yeah, game. it's gonna be fun. This is like get, I'm excited to have like. A clean slate you know like i think the the vr cadence is like you get the thing and then you're like this is cool and then it's just like you don't really use it a lot but i'm like this time's going to be different for some reason so yeah i'm excited janet what is one last thing you want to see from playstation's upcoming showcase whenever it happens yeah i mean i had i also had spider-man 2 gameplay so i think just i i, I almost want to say the wolverine tease but i feel like now it's the same showcase again but with like slightly more information um so yeah i mean i guess like depending on again when it hits obviously i think seeing more god of war is kind of obvious i don't know if it'd be new stuff at this point it might just be like oh it's cut together in a different way um and, and just for fun let's throw in another weird um playstation 5 commercial in there we had the uh them playing chess and running through the streets <laughs> yeah oh, weird like that. yeah we're we're for sure gonna get a weird ass in show. Yeah, yeah. give like, me a weird. What does this mean? <laughs> what games are they trying to play? And, and weird ass uh, chess thing that becomes nothing. I'd love to see a salty fake out, like when we saw like GTA, and we're like, "Is this new GTA?" And they're like, "GTA Five is here again." <laughs> mm. Like, oh, I yeah. want to feel a little bit of pain. It's not a showcase without a little bit of pain. There's a lot of fun here. Is there a PS5 version of Skyrim yet? Uh, blessing. Yes, there is. There is. Oh, there there is a PS5 Trust version. Me. Okay. Um, oh yeah. Uh, going back to the God of War thing, yeah, I I would love to see like a five to ten minute like gameplay snippet of like a you know just like showing off of like anything new that they've added or even just like new enemy types to uh, show off like what they're doing to not make it see feel like the 2018 uh, game over and over again. Um, something similar to when they first revealed uh, 2018, right? Where you're just kind of like, oh, they're walking through the early parts of the game. You get some, uh, uh, normies that you're fighting and then they fight the, the giant, uh, troll at one point uh, near the end of that. I, I think something like that could, uh, go far to, to really get people in, in peak, uh, peak hype, uh, for the, the game release, yeah. uh, in a couple of years. Yeah. On that note, right? Like, a couple months, I want to say not a couple years. Jesus. A couple years, uh, something goes completely wrong. A lot of your yeah. ships <laughs> over a wire at least the whole game. Um, on that same note, I want to take that and I want to even push it further. Where Ooh. you know, I'm I'm in a place where I don't I don't want to see that much more of God of War Ragnarok. Yeah, not, not that they've they've not shown us too much, but also like I'm ready. Like I don't need to see shit. I'm and, sold on the game. 
this was something interesting I was thinking about because I, mm. I played the original games for the first time uh, over the last like month, and I'm replaying 2018 now. And something hit me when I was playing God of War three uh, specifically, and they've said like Ragnarok is the end of their Norse uh, era and stuff like that because we've been theorizing of like, oh maybe they're not showing a lot because they're going to do the Metal Gear Solid two thing where Kratos like uh, either gets KO'd or dies and you know is fighting a chicken. The chicken had a lot of prep time, uh, yeah. and then you have to play as Atreus for the rest of the game. But then I realized of like. If this is the final chapter, similar to God of War 3, which that was the final chapter of the Greek uh, stuff, and God of War 3 really went all out compared to the first two games on, like, you're killing gods left and right in that game. And I wonder, maybe it's maybe it's mm. not that we play as Atreus and Kratos dies, like, halfway through that game or something. Maybe it's just that they want to keep everything close to the vest of, like, showing off the gods that you're just going to murder left and right, right and stuff like that. You think so. it's going to, like, have a, a mirror of God of War 3? It'd be cool if it was, like, a redemption of God of War 3 or, like, um, I don't know, like, a reverse or something like that where it is. Yeah. You th like, he's killing gods left and right, and then halfway through the game there is, like, a oh, man, I've done this before. Like, what is, like, the right. redemption or, like, you know, story lesson here? Especially when he talks to a, a big game about, like, breaking the cycle in 2018 and then maybe yeah. there's some struggle of actually, like, falling back into that uh, in this game. I don't know. Uh, yeah. God, I'm so excited. But to, to go back to the point I was making, right? Like, you know, I I don't want to see much more God War Ragnarok, but I'm down, I'm down to see another... 30 second spot of it because you want to hype it up you want to you want to you want to get people excited for god of war ragnarok i would love that if they got us hyped for god of war ragnarok without showing us too much of it where it is this playstation playstation showcase is god of war ragnarok themed because we're on like if, if it comes out in september or if the, if the showcase happens in september right where the transitions are like ragnarok runes right like you have hints of like i don't know man a trailer ends and the uh, blades of chaos like rip over open the screen to show the new trailer like what are the fucking ways in which you can build god of war into it that aren't showing me new elements of like what's happening in the story or gameplay shit that i can be surprised by when the final game comes out but still gets me hyped for like oh yeah god of war is fucking dope i'm ready to play the next god of war i think something like that could be fun you would need to close that if you did something like that which sounds cool you would need to close with like a significant like thing or else people would be like that's fair you that's were fair. like hyping it up as like the big ah, thing, yeah, like the headliner fair. and then you're like yeah make sure to pre-order today <laughs> and that's it <laughs> and yeah it's that's just, it bye-bye <laughs> yeah the collector's edition again and it's like all right i'll see you later yeah no i'm 100 i agree with that uh gabe Papadakis Hewitt writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says for playstation's next big showcase i'd love to see new horizon dlc will it connect to call of the mountain uh, or tease the events of the next mainline game. Regardless, we need more Horizon. I think Horizon DLC could be really fun. I don't know if I expect it. Actually, no, I, they had DLC for the last game. They had the Frozen I, Wilds. I, ex I lightly expect it, but I don't necessarily expect it super soon. But I do think there's been definitely, like as you kind of pointed out like earlier today, like a budding conversation and additional, I guess, pieces of content surrounding Horizon. Um, you know, you, we have like the announcement of like the VR stuff. We did get some updates to the game. I think it, not the last showcase, but like at a recent showcase with, um, God, what did they even add in? Oh, uh, being able to the thing, what's it called? Something mod cross mod, something mod. Oh, like, transmog. Tra yes. Where you can like swap out, um, you know, like have the look of like hacker Aloy, but then you have the, the actual armor of like some shit that looks ugly as fuck that you don't want to wear. It's like, yeah, they had all that stuff. They had a couple other like bells and whistles they tossed on. So I definitely feel like there is this element of horizon remaining in the conversation because it is like that one of those marquee ips at this point 
Um, but so yeah, I could go either way. I would be down for some DLC. It'd probably be one of the few DLCs I think I'd actually play mm. because I really love that game and I played a fuck ton of it. Um, I want. Let me clear up that part of the map that I can't clear up. That's what I want. <laughs> is there oh, a part of the map you can't clear up? Yeah, it's like yes. the final boss area kind of place, and it's oh, it, dro it drove me insane yeah. as well, Janet. <laughs> it's so bad, and there's yeah, also, why like, would they do that? I hate when I games know, do that, man. Because like, and I get like, there's something there. Like, I don't know, you don't want me to like. Here's the thing, like, I just need. I was I was out here trying to break this game. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I was like. I still had COVID, but I didn't have brain fog anymore. So I was just like flying around in Horizon. And I was like, you know, like pressing up against the edges of the world. I'm like, oh, I just, if you just give me like 20 more feet, the fog, can, you know, cause you know, you don't got to go through all of it. It kind of like opens up in general. I don't know why they did that. Um, I think just to fuck with people, like, why not? Like, let's throw some chaos in here. Um, yeah, damn. but that that's upsetting to me. So I would like that fixed, but yeah. Last thing on my list for what I want to see from a potential upcoming PlayStation showcase, uh, I want to see what the fuck Bluepoint is making. Mm -hmm. All right, enough time has passed. Show it to me. Uh, of course, it was reported uh, recently that they're seemingly working on a new game. Um, you know, I don't really have any prospects in terms of like what that could be. I think we probably we've definitely probably had conversations about this before. Of like, oh, are they working on Shadow of the Colossus two? Are they working on a new metal? Like, what? Are they working on something that's already established or is it a brand new IP? Either way, I don't give a fuck. I, I want to play. I'll play it. I like Bluepoint. They do good work. I'll play whatever you show me, Bluepoint. Uh, Bear, what is this you're showing on screen? Bloodborne. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because I think Bloodborne might have been one of the conversations. There's too, like, like a, like, oh, maybe it's a Bloodborne 2 that they're working on since Sony owns the IP. Man, that no would shot, cause though. people I was just, to I was, just put, I was just putting this up just to tease the kids, make them mad. Yeah. You know? I mean, like, if it wasn't Miyazaki who directed who directed it i think there'd be more of a chance like people i think people would be more accepting of blue point making a bloodborne 2 that is the fact that like miyazaki is so, so um linked to these from software games uh people i think people would have a fit to more hussein would be happy he'd be wagging his finger he'd be like nah mate that's, that's what he does it. he wags his finger he wags his it's finger. like he's here with us now <laughs> it's me spot Tamor. on some more <laughs> fish and chips <laughs> beans for breakfast you know <laughs> We got one more write-in uh, from Ryan T. from Tennessee who says, what is next for PlayStation? For the next PlayStation Showcase, I want to know what is next for PlayStation. Right PlayStation now, 6. <laughs> PlayStation 6, we're announcing it right now. Right now, after God of War, there's a pretty big question mark as to what we can look forward to and when. Wolverine, Spider-Man 2, and The Last of Us Factions 2 all seem pretty far away right now, and it sounds like Horizon VR may not be out at launch. So what first-party games does Sony have for us in the meantime? Or are the third-party exclusives, like Final Fantasy 16 supposed to take the show for a while? I want to know if 2023 is going to focus on PSVR 2 games uh, we haven't seen yet, or if it's going to be quiet on the PlayStation front. Janet, do you agree? I mean, yeah. Like, I think that's sort of what we're getting at with, like, I think the Spider-Man stuff, what's next from Insomniac, which we, you know, know what's next from Insomniac, but it's a matter of when. I feel like, for the most part, every year there's, like, something to look forward to in terms of like playstation first party and it kind of alternates between s tier and a question mark tier games um kind of similar to like what you see on the nintendo side of things too like there usually are a few things on the back of that annual baseball card they just might differ in terms of like how fire is it or how many fire things come out at once like there are obviously some years that are stronger than others but i definitely think we will have like 
you know, a big review, a big talking point, um, whether or not that game, you know, lives up to the games in the franchise or other years within the PS5 is up for debate. But yeah, we'll, we'll get something. And I do. That's, that's what's so exciting, I think, about these showcases is it can kind of highlight what that next little quick era is in PlayStation. Yeah, I mean, so Ryan's right in here, you know, thinking about what's on the horizon for PlayStation 2023 so far isn't looking that bad, in my opinion, right? Because we got Final Fantasy 16. That's uh, I believe that's next year. right? I'm not crazy. That I believe that's next year. Uh, and that's exclusive. We got Forspoken. That's next year. That's exclusive. Spider-Man 2. That's next year. That's exclusive. And then Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two, if that hits next year, which right now that's framed as next winter or winter after next, essentially. So it could be next year, could be 2024. Um, but right there, if you're looking at those four games, that's a pretty good exclusive catalog right there. Like that's a good year of games. Uh, that said, I think that's kind of why. I, I think that's also why. I feel like there kind of has to be a PlayStation showcase because I think you can fill that up with maybe one or two things, especially if some of those games slip, uh, yeah. which Spider-Man I would Spider-Man 2 for the release window as well. That's kind of the big thing for 2023. Yeah, yeah. Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2 is probably the big one. That's the big first party one, right? Everything else is third party uh, exclusive. And I don't think PlayStation wants to rely completely on Square Enix to, to, to hold uh, PlayStation on their backs. I think you you got to have one or two other PlayStation first party things. And we have those Spider-Man faceplates. Oh, more faceplates. Yeah. I know we're not getting that here yeah. because that's a blog at best, but like I want more faceplates. Well, there you have it. Everything <laughs> we're looking forward to or everything we want uh, from a, from an upcoming PlayStation showcase. Janet, we're going to move into PlayStation updates. But before we do, I want to let people out there know about patreon.com slash kind of funny games where you can go and get the show ad free. And speaking of ads, let us tell you about our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Shopify, who powers all of the merch on kindoffunny.com slash store. Shopify is the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business so upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere. Shopify powers millions of businesses from first sale to full scale, including Kind of Funny and Rooster Teeth. Shopify has thousands of integrations and third-party apps from on-demand printing to accounting to advanced chatbots and beyond. I love how Shopify has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the globe. Go to shopify.com slash KF games. That's all lowercase for a free 14 day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Again, that is shopify.com slash KF games. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash KF games right now. Shopify.com slash KF Games. Now, Andy, take it away. Shout out to Uplift for sponsoring this episode. I've been using my Uplift desk for well over a year now. I love the thing so much, I decided to write a rap song for them. The build quality is real good. It's made of real high quality wood. They didn't ask for it. I just did it anyway. Getting my Uplift desk immediately improved my mood. Whenever I'm on shows, I'm standing up. I'm feeling a lot more energetic. And also, I kind of feel like I was just maybe creating some bad habits sitting down at a desk all day. I would move my legs up. I'd sit underneath my legs on my chair. And eventually, all that stuff just created really bad back pain for me. Choose from laminate, whiteboard, bamboo, solid wood, butcher block, or even custom solid wood or laminate 
options. Uplift Desk won New York Times Wire Cutters Best Standing Desk from 2019 to 2022. And while I'm at it, I'm just going to give them an award as well. Best Standing Desk that I use in my bedroom from when they sent it to me until now. Uplift Desk have a 15-year warranty. They ship the same day you order with free shipping and free return shipping. So if you've been feeling the effects of sitting at a desk for eight hours a day, maybe you want some more energy in your life. Maybe you want to do squats in the middle of a Zoom call or something. Uplift your life. Go to kindoffunny.com slash uplift. And we're back, Janet. Janet, hit me with those updates. This week in PlayStation, I want to know what y'all want from Team Asobi's next game. I ask because Liam Croft over at Push Square uh, writes with the headline, Team Asobi's next game is their biggest yet. The article reads, Astro's Playroom developer Team Asobi is expanding and its next title will be its, quote, biggest to date. Creative and studio director Nicholas Doset has said in a new GameIndustry.biz interview, the team's follow-up project to the wonderful free PS5 pack-in title will be a, quote, full-blown commercial title that explores Sony's hardware in new and creative ways. Deuce expands any new technology we like to take it for a spin. There's the obvious way to use it, which is the first thing we're going to try, and then we're going to try to use it in ways you're not supposed to. That leads us to interesting places. He then explains Team Asobi has hired a number of hobbyists in recent years who have creative, impressive demos out of new technology. With the pull of being able to pursue your passions, the Japanese developer has almost doubled in size since the launch of Astro's Playroom to 60 employees. Dusset expects... expects to reach 100 people in the future. So what do y'all want this next game to be? Biggest game yet. And what weird hardware stuff are you looking for here? Ooh, what weird weird hardware stuff is a really good question, actually. It's funny because when they mentioned hardware stuff, I immediately jumped to PSVR 2 because I think that is, by the time, whatever the next Astrobot um, project is, PSVR 2, I imagine, would be out by then. And you'd also, you'd want to have something on there that, pushes the or that displays exactly like why psvr2 is worthwhile and team Asobi has proven that they're they're the um the kings and queens of that and so like yeah i i that's what that's my read when i think of new technology but i think with this right them expanding makes me think that maybe they're working on a psvr2 astros playroom right an astros vr playroom that is a two-hour long thing and then also working on a big playstation 5 actual like full-fledged astrobot platforming game which i think would set the world on fire i think i think um the playstation audience would love that because the playstation audience loves astro's playroom and with that in terms of what i'd want from it i'd want it to be a like a mario odyssey style platformer where it is open levels let me run in any direction i want to collect the collectibles that i want and uh like find ways to build in those linear platform challenges in an open environment if that makes sense i feel like that is what makes a lot of my my personal favorite platformers you know like the the mario mario odyssey or the um like mario 64s of the world the banjo kazooies of the world the donkey Kong 64s of the world right like a lot of what those games have in common is like this hey just have fun in this theme park of a level and you are discovering and solving these puzzles and solving these platforming challenges at your own pace. I think Team Asobi would rock that kind of game and they've shown that they have uh, so much quality in uh, their design and so much, so many cool, uh, good ideas when it comes to like designing specific platforming challenges. And so in terms of hardware stuff with that, I don't know what you would do that you haven't done yet uh, in Astro's Playroom, but also your Team Asobi, so you tell me. Also, like, what would you do that wouldn't be just annoying? Because I think I can think of, mm. like, funky stuff. I'm like, do you know, bop it level gameplay. But I'm like, okay, well, that would just be, 
like cumbersome and weird. Um, I think sort of to like your point of this idea of a platformer that's more expansive, more free reign. Um, I think just finding creative ways to make me be like almost defamiliarized to like make the stuff I do seem foreign. Um, like I think about an Astrobot rescue mission stuff, like when you're like playing soccer and like using, like, I think your body and the controls and the angles in unexpected ways. Um, I think like funky stuff with the dual sense for sure. Um, I feel like I can't remember offhand if in the packing game, they did any of that kind of like the vibrations detecting like where certain things, almost like what they did with Mario Odyssey with the moons. Um, I think like, creative ways to like hide and uncover collectibles within a platformer of that ilk would be exciting. Um, but yeah, I do hope that it's, that it's VR. Um, I think if it was, if I could only get one, I love your idea of like, there's a PSVR thing and there's like something on the main console. Like, I think that would be the best thing to push what this team does and get it in front of more people. Cause yeah. the, the big problem is a lot of people haven't really like seen it as much, but at the same time, like they're so good at, the VR stuff um, like that is like the system seller. Um, and that is that the new hardware, as you mentioned. So like if I could only pick one, I, I want them all in on PSVR two and just doing something like completely wild with that. Yeah, I could see that. I think it's tough. Like I, cause I, I'm right there with you that I, they put out something special on, on PSVR Astro's Astrobot rescue mission is one of the best PR PSVR games that you can buy. And I'm sure PlayStation is probably like, yo, do that again like we want more of that we need that juice for vr and you guys have proven that you got that juice you can make another one of those and make, and make it a banger but on the other hand i think astrobot as a mascot and as a game has so much juice that it can live beyond vr is that it's that conundrum of wanting to let this franchise you know uplift vr as a platform but also not wanting it to get trapped on vr yeah. and like not be exposed to the wider audiences because Again, like I think Astro has the juice to be bigger than uh, uh, Little Big Planet. No pun intended. Be like, I, I think it. Oh, Astro, for sure, yeah. Astro can be PlayStation's Mario, right? And that's not to like <laughs> compare it to like you know Ellie or what we consider as like the faces of PlayStation in that way, but in the way that he is this friendly little guy that likes to dance and dress up as other characters. It's um, the cutest face cute. of PlayStation. The cutest face of PlayStation. Yeah, like I love I love a sack boy, but Astrobot is cuter. Right, like the design of Astrobot, I think just yep. has this stuff, and he, seeing, that, he has that big baby head. That's he's that's got that big thing. baby head. I feel like if okay. I drop him, he'll bounce right back and be good. Like he he does the Carlton dance. Like he has all the things that you need in order to be a, a beloved character. And I I think making a full fledged Astrobot platformer that is just available on on the PS5 for sixty, like I think seventy dollars might be pushing it for some people. But if you can put that out for like forty dollars and get people in, oh man, I think that could be be magical. Like I think I still think about stepping into cooling springs for the first time and running around that beach and, be, and being like, oh shit, like this is fucking awesome. Like the music, the like all, yeah. of, all of what's going on. Like there's a certain energy that Astrobot has. The, the magic it has like definitely uh, hardens uh, over to like Odyssey for sure. Like, yeah. That's yeah. what it reminded me of. It's definitely like one of the best, I think platformers of that generation by like a lot. Like there is a, there's a Which joy. Rescue Astrobot mission? rescue mission. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like there's like, any, and I, I don't know what's you know the future's gonna hold with PSVR two and if that'll if that one will be playable on PSVR two but like it's really something special like there's a pure joy that washes over you that almost can move you to tears like oh yeah with no I exaggeration like oh my the freaking fireworks area and then it's just 
it's like so every good. time you get to the end of it's a level so and you have to pull back on your um the uh, touchpad on your dual mm -hmm. dual shock and then like let go and you fling him through all the coins or whatever like that game just like usually that would be annoying right this fucking touchpad integrated i don't give a fuck about the touchpad the fact that astrobot made me hyped about the touchpad like goddamn, that game that game has has the stuff yeah and i think i'd love to see i'd love to see if they did astrobot rescue mission 2 electric boogaloo whatever on psvr 2 i'd love to see it do for psvr 2 what astro's playroom did for ps5 in terms of showcasing what the hardware can do and i feel like this kind of gestures at that right of the mm -hmm. idea of hey new tech let's take it like for a spin let's do weird things with it because like to this day i don't think there is a better use of the dual sense than that pack-in game yeah. by like a good margin um which is kind of wild because it was like one of the first things that came out like you would think that like yeah. something I mean, literally the by first now. thing that came out right it's already on yeah. your playstation when you buy it yeah so um yeah I'm, I'm excited to see them make me impressed i think with psvr too especially because so much of the conversation has been this is cool but also like now that vr is older we've seen a lot of these like technological advancements in other places so i think they can't really have the ability to make it feel, you know, special and new and fresh and, you know, with fantastic game design that, like, PlayStation wants to put out there. So yeah. we'll see. I'm excited for it. Um, but that brings me to my next question, which is, should PlayStation have its own launcher on PC? I ask this because Jordan Midler over at VGC writes, we got more proof of a PlayStation PC launcher. Uh, the article reads, Sony could soon introduce its own launcher for its PC games, following in the footsteps of Ubisoft, Rockstar, and Activision Blizzard. References to a PlayStation PC launcher have been found within the files of Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered, which launched on PlayStation last week. Suge I can't believe that was only last week. <laughs> Suggesting that such a platform could be in Sony's future plans. VGC has verified these files and seen the reference to the PlayStation PC launcher. Um, and then bless you also tossed in here this uh, tweet from uh, Shinobi602 that like links out to, I guess, like uh, the website having popped up at one point and then having been uh, taken down or... No, I think I this, this is links the, Really? The, yeah, the, play the website went up yesterday. Uh, and like, yeah, PlayStation has a specific like landing page on the PlayStation website that is for PC games. It has nothing to do with a launcher or anything like right. that, but it is just here's PlayStation games that are on PC and you scroll through, scroll through and it's showing God of War, Spider-Man remastered uh, days. Go is days gone on PC. When did that happen? Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, right. Hellbound. Yeah, days Gone just can't catch a break. Oh, I, dude, you can tell me anything about. You can tell me Days Gone got DLC, and I'll be like, oh shit, I did sometimes not know. Like, when I, did that happen? Some, on some toxic shit, sometimes I'm like, what if I went back and finished it? Because I am a little curious about like where it shakes out. I spent a lot of time in that game. Um, but yeah, shit, bless. If you were in charge, would mm -hmm. you launch this launcher? If I'm in charge of PlayStation, 100. Yeah, I'm okay. making I'm making a PlayStation PC launcher and. <laughs> This is how you know that I should never be a CEO of a big corporation because I'd, I'd be a Jim Ryan, right? I'm launching the PlayStation PC launcher. I'm taking those games off Steam and Epic and I'm fucking putting them on the PlayStation launcher. And I'm not <laughs> I'm not splitting any of that revenue, what? right? I am like, dude, I'm going to be a little bitch if I was a CEO. Are you kidding me? I'm making all the money possible. But, um, but think about like my my pushback let's against hear from the that. the true CEO, Barrett. Yeah, CEO Jr. CEO Jr uh coming in and uh, my ceo junior brain right my pushback against that is like yeah you're gonna have to split revenue share uh, a little bit on on steam and uh, i forget if these are on epic as well uh like yeah you're gonna have to split that but are you gonna find so many people who are already on the steam interface and using the steam launcher 
are going to be so incentivized to also like get this PlayStation launcher to have to make a PlayStation account to get connected to trophies and all of that stuff. Like, also they are an epic, but yeah. And so, I, like, I, I feel like you just I think you so. do it everywhere, but you do the PlayStation launcher for the PlayStation fans who like to have all of that integration and stuff like that, right? Mm. Uh, I can see it being both ways. You know, I, 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 because like when it comes to these games coming to PC, I think the thing that people care about the most is actually getting access to the games, right? Like, I think regardless of it being a PlayStation linking situation of like getting your account on there and everything, uh, if God of War, one of the biggest games of the year, comes to PC, I think even if you are a Steam person, you're gonna be like, ah, oh, but I want to play this God of War game. I guess I'll download the PlayStation launcher to play the God. Of I think enough people will will begrudgingly uh, download a PlayStation launcher to to play those games. Um, that said, I don't. Reading, seeing, seeing the actual website pop up gives me hope that that that's not what they're gonna do. I think they will actually continue to put out games on Steam and Epic because they do. They make it a point to call it out in the the website page, right? Like, uh, explore a range of acclaimed titles from PlayStation Studios now available to join on PC via Steam or Epic Game Store. And as you scroll down, right, like you can see the Steam and Epic logos in there. I think that is them being like, hey let's just like people this is how people play games on pc might as well have that open as an option i do think that they'll still have a launcher happen um for the people that do want to play on a playstation platform and maybe get that linking in there that way you can earn your trophies or maybe you can get um cross save and all that stuff in there and then also on the playstation side you then get to sell those games without sharing the revenue with other platforms um but yeah like I, I, I can see it being a best of uh, of all worlds situation. But yes, I think there will be a launcher for sure. Yeah, I agree. And I think it would be a good move just to give people that option. Um, and yeah, it's interesting you bringing up the idea of like what that mean that the games will get pulled from like Steam and Epic. And I do feel like with, I don't know, with PlayStation, it's not been If the I was best, CEO. <laughs> it has not been the best track record. Like historically, if we just, and granted, you know, the show is completely focused on PlayStation. So we look at like the highs and the lows and we like, scrutinize you know what those moves are because that's the nature of like analyzing a like company week to week that being said i feel like there's been a lot of like consumer else so i would not be surprised if um blessings like twisted wishes became true and <laughs> this that is happened. the wish this is just this is or my business plan you, as you projecting me, if you could me as a corporate into no this is me showing up as like a corporate i'm like wearing a tie i like yeah. you know pe my corporate people my bless like somebody, somebody, I'm like walking by the um, uh, Q and A room, right? And somebody from Q and A is like, "Oh, hey, it's Mr. Adioye. Hey, the waves at me." I like ignore them because I'm like, "Oh, no, nah, man, I only talk to the biggest of executives." You're, 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 me and Jim Ryan, you're a big Pro boss, Adioye. top G, uh, blessing Adioye Junior. Yeah. yeah, no, if you want to talk to me, you got to talk to your boss's boss's boss. That's how you get in contact with me. I'm not talking to anybody. I am here to crunch numbers and make money, and I am taking the games off of Steam and Epic and putting them on the PlayStation launch for you to buy. I don't think that's what they're gonna do. I think that the, I think that'd be anti in the way that we throw around the term anti-consumer. I think right. that'd be anti-consumer, and I think that's why you don't do it. I think I think more so than that because it always for me it always goes back to like, and again this is such an intense statement, but no one gives a shit about you. Motherfuckers are here to make money, and they will be nice to you in order to make that money, and like that's the best win because then you feel like oh they're treating me well. They're, it reminds me of this like kind of um, lightly. It's not dystopian because I guess it you know it's just real like life shit like i did a business internship when i was in high school and like one of the things like we did in our internship was we like watched stuff about like capitalism and business and shit and they were like oh like here's how capitalism works and they're like the person buying the milk wants the milk more than they want their five or seven or however many of the fuck dollars and like vice versa mm -hmm. and it's like and it all works out everyone's happy and like that's obviously a very like 
basic look at how these systems work but there is a layer of like truth to like that simplicity and like what i feel like would be the best move would be to like take the l and do the revenue sharing because you might get like stuff for when people do get it through the launcher and the point to me of them bringing stuff to pc to begin with because that's already like kind of going against the ethos of we're playstation you want to play on playstation you get our box our tower whatever monstrosity we've made <laughs> um but like here bring it to pc it's like this is pushing the brand forward and getting people to be excited about what might be coming next to again that core of the consoles and will that business model change over time maybe but i feel like once you're you're already on pc like be everywhere make it easy for people to get access because at the end of the day these aren't this isn't a day and date situation if it was maybe it'd be different this is about getting eyes on your product and getting people to be like i want another spider-man i want another god of war and i can get one for just 500 dollars in a miracle from following war 64 on twitter you know 100 percent. yeah and i i i think that's a really good point the fact that playstation as a company is still about selling boxes, right? That is like, I think that's their number one goal is to get you in the PlayStation ecosystem so that you buy the PS5 uh, and then you continue to buy buy software on the PlayStation 5. The games, PlayStation first party games coming to PC serve a higher purpose than just the sales numbers of those games, right? They serve the purpose of, hey, we're putting out God of War on PC so that when God of War Ragnarok comes out exclusively on the PlayStation 5 and it doesn't come out on PC day and day, you go, oh man, I played that first one. I really got to play that second one. Let me buy a PS5. And I think the way to do that, and I, I think the way you you do that most successfully is by putting these games on, on all the platforms that make sense, right? Put it on Steam, put it on PlayStation, put it on um, um, the other one, Epic Games Store, uh, and get people in there uh, that way. And so, yeah, I, I, I think we're going to, I think we're headed towards the good timeline and not the evil blessing the as one the that CEO you, um, timeline. Well, fake, fake you did it, right? Yeah, like, Don't it's blame me with me, the goatee. Blank. Yeah, like, me with a goatee and a tie, walking by QA, and then waving, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know you, man. I don't know any of your names. I don't. You're remember never names. getting hired. You'll always be a contractor. Here. You're always gonna be a contractor. Shut the door. Turn on the heater. Make them sweat. Oh God, um, this is my CEO. My CEO persona. This is Let a scary. This is a scary role for you to be in. Yeah, um, I don't like, what's going I don't on? Like how easy it was for, for you to <laughs> the power to go to my head. Yeah. This is why yeah. I can never get promoted at KF. Like this is why you know <laughs> Greg has to stay, Greg and Tim and Nick have to stay in charge because if they are, we're like, all right, we're gonna retire and make bless the new CEO. <laughs> Man, um, you know what I mean. And I'm just gonna be you like, know, I, I, no, I don't know what you mean, bless. Please explain. I, please I, expound so I can clip overlords. this out and send this to them, just to like really put a nail in the coffin Barrett, for you. Let's, let's let's just say those work weeks are about to get real long. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh man, eighty hours, weekends, fuck weekends. You guys come in every oh, no. single day making podcasts. We'll be like, you think we make a lot of content now? Oh, just wait. Twenty-four oh, hour streams every single day. We're never gonna be off. It'll be like when Assassin's Creed Odyssey came out, and I was doing my forty-hour work week at IGN and then sport is spending 40 hours a week on my own time playing through Odyssey to you know help make videos we're gonna get those those numbers up <laughs> and by numbers I mean 24 hour videos is what we're gonna be uploading to YouTube only <laughs> okay we're fucking uploading I'm sure that'll, be, I, I'm sure blast, that'll blast. do Let's really well re really back in you know what's oh, going man. on PlayStation fix this week uh, let's Jeez. talk about PlayStation <laughs> picks. Of course, uh, this is where we talk about what's coming out this week and the things that we have been playing. Uh, as far as the drop this week, we've gotten Multiverses for PS5 and PS4 on Monday, August 15th. Rollerdrome came to PS5 and PS4 on Tuesday, August 16th. Curse the Golf came to PS5 and PS4 on th 
Thursday, August 18th. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, I'm just thinking about like the day Hi. Greg, <laughs> the day Greg approaches me and like he gives me his tie and is like, "You are now the CEO." Of kind of funny. And like he Greg fucking have to leaves. Go out and buy his tie to hand you the tie. <laughs> like he leaves and like everything's all happy, but then as he's like, as he pulls off from like from the uh, driveway, like the, the parking lot, the fucking clouds just come over and everything gets dark and stormy all of a sudden. Everybody's like, <laughs> "Oh wow, it hasn't rained like this in San Francisco in a while." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, but there's a new rain happening now." All right. Why are you like oh, the God. next Far Cry villain in this it's, like weird scenario? I like how you went Far Cry. I was thinking like this is like a Saturday morning cartoon bit. Like I see, I feel like this of. is like a fairly odd parents bit he's doing right now. <laughs> Oh man, um, we're gonna have so many revenue sources too. We're expanding out, man. You guys we already have, do. We're, yeah, we're gonna have ten minute ads. We're gonna like, <laughs> I'm gonna get Barrett sponsored. Oh, like just not as even a not just shows, <laughs> just as a person. <laughs> yeah, I'm making you wear fucking like I don't know subway this week, shirts. Barrett's brought to you by <laughs> by Jimmy John's. <laughs> and I'm also I'm not gonna fuck about who's sponsoring the show. No, Jimmy John's hits though. Uh, dude, the Jimmy John's bread Jimmy is off John's. the chain. The CEO yeah. sucks. Shout out to Jimmy John's. But, but CEO Jimmy sucks. John's. Oh man. That's a lot. You know, I'm starting to realize that as we talk here. Today. Yeah. It's a lot of Fun people. fact. So I grew up in Champaign, Illinois. Um, Jimmy John's headquartered is Champagne in Champaign, for the pain. Illinois. Champagne for the pain. You got to rough the pain. Uh, Jimmy John is like known to be just a fucking dick. Like, like I, yeah, I don't he, know if he, he's still he, 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 like, like He's like a big game hunter and shit like that. Yep. And, and whatever. Yeah. And I always get him mixed up with Papa John's, who's also like. Papa John's is also. He's yeah, he's not great. He's like crazy. He's like off the oh, deep the end. Oh, the pizza is also was... ass though, so it I works mean... out. Don't tell me y'all are fucking with that Papa John's pizza. I mean, I'm not nasty. saying it's good pizza, but it's like when you uh, kind of like when you want to feel nasty, like you you get Papa John's pizza. If you want to feel nasty, hit up that little Caesars. <laughs> are you joking? No. That's, oh, uh, that's when you want to feel good about yourself. But also, like that's the bank. Yeah, that's the thing is he, he little Caesars is so cheap that like of course. Are you kidding me? Of course it's going to be that bad. How do we but feel also you're about, buying how, it for how the price. How do you feel about Domino's? Where, where do we fall in Domino's? I like Domino's a lot. So do I. Domino's versus Pizza Hut. Well, we talked about this already. You know what now? Pizza's a hut. Y'all are Pizza Hut? I like pizza, but I worked at Pizza Hut. Mm. I got a bias. Oh, okay. Yeah. I forget. I, I, I don't Maggie think I've also had... went to Pizza Hut. I, who did? Maggie. My sister-in-law. Oh, cool. I don't know if I've been to a Pizza Hut since like I lived in Ohio, which at this point would have been more than 14 years ago, so... I won't, I won't be a Jimmy John is what I'll say. I, I haven't won't be a had um, I haven't I'm, had like chained like chain pizza like mm. very often like in the last couple of years. I feel like they're not just not really around. It's kind of expensive too. It's like for that price I can just get a regular pizza. But also in California, all this pizza's ass, man. Like I haven't been fucking with pizza since what? I came out here. A lot of it's bad, and you know it's bad. No, no. Nah, a lot of it's bad. There's, uh, there's good pizza here. But a lot of it's like in the Midwest, you can eat pizza anywhere and it's like at least going to be kind of okay. It's like, I was like, oh, in the Midwest, it's like, oh, okay, like there's no such thing as like bad pizza. Even bad pizza is good. No, like, no, no. Uh, Don't do that shit in California. In the Midwest. There's bad fucking pizza in the Midwest. In the Midwest, though, like in the Midwest, they fuck with thin crust real heavy in the cut into squares. And I, I, that was never my favorite. Yeah, no, that, 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 that was always whack. I always thought that I'm was I'm telling weird. you right now, if I like roll a dice or a wheel or spin a wheel or some shit also what else also, is on playstation this week what else detroit, is on playstation wait, this week no wait wait, wait, wait but like on, can on, i talk about detroit energy? style pizza real quick though because detroit style pizza is fucking fire there's which one's uh, detroit isn't it about this like I, i'll back take in champagne they had it's jet's just pizza that, jet's pizza it's, detroit is like a square pie guys it's like deep oh yeah thicker pizza. if you do a roulette and you pick five random pizza places in like Chicago or any fucking place in the Midwest. Five random in California. I'm taking five random in the Midwest because that California oh, shit will be. That's the thing. There's a low. There's like a there's a floor and then someone dug underneath it. 
But anyway, what else is going on? Honestly, Janet, I don't disagree with you. Uh, Also, today, I I think I said Curse of Golf. That's Thursday, August 18th. Uh, We are OFK. It's coming to PS5 and PS4 Thursday, August 18th. And then Madden NFL 23 is out for PS5 and PS4 on Friday, August 19th. Are we finally going to play? We've been putting that off We have. We've gotten, we got coached for Madden, I feel like six months ago at this point. Yeah, (laughs) which I don't, I'm still confused about, (laughs) were those preview codes or review codes? I think. Like, how did we have the game for so long? I think it was like a beta version of the game that only had like like one or two modes that we could play if we wanted to and it was one of those like oh I'll just like wait for it to update and so I can get the modes I actually want to play but yeah when we first got those codes we talked about doing like a like a tournament, a tournament. with like uh you me Greg and uh Snowbike Mike and stuff like that so we, we got to figure that out soon I still want to I'd love to do a Madden tournament oh, it's been such a while play as my package. Janet would you pick to play on PlayStation this week I guess I'm being honest about the actual week. It was We Are OFK, uh, where I did all five episodes. Only the first two are out right now for the public. It's because I did the, the the review code before the game came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I'm feeling this. It's fire. And then I was like, just kidding. This is ass. And then I was like, it's kind of picking up again. And then there was the final episode. So it's like, yeah, it was very much a mixed bag game for me. Uh, at the end of the day, I don't recommend it. It's not one that I really enjoyed. Um, I talked about it a bit on Gamescast this week. Um, and it landed at a three out of five on the kind of funny scale for okay. Because I do think there's enough highs we there. that. okay. Yeah, we are just okay. Um, is my mean shorthand for we are okay? <laughs> I know, but there's you can do worse than okay, and that's that's the thing. I do think you know. I think about the people that I know in my life that that fuck with story stuff, and I'm like, yeah, I could see some people, some of them liking it. And again, there are some really nice highs. There's some fire writing in it. The art style is very nice. Um, and for context, the style of game it is too, because you know different people like narrative for different reasons. The style is very much of like, you're kind of watching things happen. You can kind of color it in a little bit with, um, you know, text choices, but they don't like alter the story in any way. And you're not moving around in the game. Like you're not, for the most part, like there's some movement in the music video stuff, but that's kind of it. Like you're not walking around or like picking up pizza slices or drinking water. Like you're just hanging out, watching it happen. And sometimes you get to jump in with like choosing A or B or like sending this whatever text. yeah, but like it's it's very much mixed because some of the songs really hit. Like I know they're kind of promoting one of their first songs from it, which is, um, oh God, is it? It's Follow Unfollow. Like I think that song's really good. Um, there's some fire. There's some cool sound design. But like I said, at the end of the day, I just think the big weak point for me is the core conflict they create and how kind of, you know, we just talked about Blessing being like this overly evil character caricature of a ceo it kind of like lands in that territory a bit with like this really evil music guy who's like i fucking hate art i just want to make money and fuck you if you don't you know it's kind of like okay this is too much and then it's like oh i think i might maybe like work with this guy even though i hate him it's like it it doesn't make sense like i don't buy into it um and that really just kind of takes me out of the whole thing um and i have other issues with it too but yeah ultimately not a not a big fan of it, but that is what I spent a lot of my time on PlayStation playing. Um, and then just real quick shout out, I'm going to cheat and say, I finally beat Escape Academy. I finally played and beat hey. Escape Academy. Um, Did you play it, it awesome. because of the new update? No. What's the new update have? Oh, it has everything. It came out, what, what yesterday or the day before? Oh, shit. Yeah, and it, like, about the update. It has, like, um, it fixed the split screen online, so you don't have to play uh, split screen nice. online if you don't want to. Um, it fixed the hint 
button system where if you just press square, the game will automatically give you a hint. And that will, I think, I believe, decrease your grade. Um, mm -hmm. You can hit that on accident really easy if you're yep. just fucking around. So I they've added a once. confirmation to that. Um, and it's just a lot of general fixes also, but it seems like it's oh. like the biggest update since it's come out. That's great. Um, yeah, no, I, I dipped in a little bit earlier. I think it was, you know, I missed a couple of weeks from like, yeah, you know, I was sick and then I got better and then I had vacation. So it's been kind of on and off, you know, here, kind of funny for me. Um, but during like my vacation or break, I think is when I finally dug into it. I even did the, um, they sent me like the press kit and I finally like solved that with Isaiah, which was its own little, uh, ordeal. And I think it was like such a smart introduction to, to like how the puzzles are, but I loved it. I felt a lot more capable in it than I usually do in escape room type things. Um, definitely was a concern going in, but I felt like we figured stuff out. It was fun. It was a good flow. Um, we did split screen, uh, local and actually did like that for just being able to quickly look at his screen instead of having to write down even more stuff than we already were um but yeah i love that game and i think i'm gonna dip back in for the dlc yeah. um so i can like stream it and like you know i want to do some other like code giveaway stuff that i have that i'm holding on to for when that drops in the fall um but yeah i loved it i was and i got the platinum also as well so boom wow um How long I, for, that I don't take? think i shared it 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 was not that long because a lot of the trophies are pretty automatic um there's at least one that's like you would never do this unless you knew you had to. Um, and then a couple other ones were pretty light, like, um, you know, run around a certain distance, a couple light things like that. So we really just had to, and I think finish certain things in like X amount of turns. So there's like maybe a puzzle where, you know, you're turning a device and it's like, okay, solve this in three turns or solve this. Uh, they have one of those classic like Resident Evil style, like you're raising the beakers puzzle. It's like oh, solve yeah. this in X amount of turns. Not going to lie. Like we hit up a guide for that one. It's like, I'm going to try to learn that. Like we did use a guide a little bit. Um, and then Is that the was... one toward the end? Yeah, it's like it's one of the later puzzles. But what's nice is they let you select Like you can go straight into once you beat the game. And even before then, you can mm -hmm. go straight to like a mission you had before. So it it maybe took us like an extra 30 minutes or something for me to get the platinum. One L though, is I played with Isaiah on PlayStation, but he wasn't getting the trophies. Like he played with me, but he didn't get any of the trophies. So he's like, I'll, I'll help you get the platinum, but you have to go back with me and we have to speed run um, the game. And the so I get the platinum. Classic overcoach problem. Exactly. Well, it's even worse than Overcooked because Overcooked at least gave you some of the trophies. I don't know why it doesn't give you all of them. But this one gave you none. So, like, we had to do the whole thing again. Damn. But doing it again was actually really fast. But I will say, um, if you're listening to this, you haven't played, but you're like, oh, yeah, I'm down for it. And you're going to do what I did, again, local co-op or maybe even online. Make sure you write down, unless you don't care about looking up, like, a guide. Maybe write down some of the solutions to things because they do, almost all of them remain the same. Like, there isn't, like, a random generation except for a few puzzles. So, we had written down, like, Isaiah wrote down notes on all the solutions thinking ahead on this. So when we ran it back on his game, we were able to just read through a lot of the solutions and they let you just skip ahead. Like you don't have to like fix solve it. Um, you could just like, if you know the code, you can just type in the code. So it only took like maybe an extra 30 minutes for me, max, maybe even less. And like definitely under an hour, I think for me beating the game with Isaiah, like speed running it. So uh, pretty achievable, but yeah. Nice. That's one of that's one I need to go back to get the platinum for Cause yeah. I oh yeah. It. You definitely should. It's pretty simple. The, the, um, like beaker puzzle you're talking about where it is mm -hmm. like you gotta there's like three things and you gotta fill one up to a certain point and you have to like switch between the the things and it like fills up all the way when i tell you that me and yami almost had a breakdown like, it, like we could not figure that out for the life of us yeah. we were, you kept taking turns it's like all right you try it like five minutes later okay i'll try it five minutes later you, you fucking get in here you try it like we could Did not have a strategy or were you just feeling it out we i we think we were just we were feeling it out but also we were like tr we were really trying 
Like I, I, I don't. It was hard for us to even think of a strategy because it, it is such a simple puzzle in concept. Yeah. But there's like a specific, I think, you know, number of steps that you need to do, and right, they just make it real hard on you to like finally to, to finally get there. And I oh, for yeah. sure I'm know that judging. we probably I took didn't do way like, longer. I stepped up to it and I started like working on it, and I'm like, I'm just gonna go off vibes because in Resident Evil, that's how I solved it too. I think it was Resident Evil Two had that puzzle basically a lot of games have that puzzle um and when i solved it there i also just went off vibes like i'm like i can't replicate this because i just fell ass backwards into the answer yeah uh, and after watching me fail a little bit isaiah's like i'll, I'll give it a go and then isaiah actually solved it like pretty quickly because really? he like knows what the fuck yeah he's like a fucking genius we were driving ourselves um, crazy yeah but he's like weird like and also whenever math came up in that game which wasn't a lot but like though there's a puzzle where you're like competing against somebody and there's like this weird math weight thing i was like this all you i'm just gonna stand back and i'll write down what you asked me to write down but like i don't i don't i don't i don't fuck with oh, the yeah. math yeah Dude, i love ba- i love basic edition like basic ed- uh, whenever i see a puzzle game with basic edition i'm like let's fucking go i I missed this i missed the second grade like, give it to me hell yeah <laughs> but yeah uh, so that's what i played hell yeah uh as far as what i've been playing i i have here oops all redacted I'm I'm playing a lot of redacted games. Mm. I can't talk about any of them. Um, I can talk about Roller Drome. I, I feel like I've talked a lot about Roller Drome though. Um, so like I highly recommend. We had a full combo, like a review combo combo on um, uh, Gamescast uh, earlier this week with me and Barrett. If you want the full thoughts, but uh, to reiterate here real quick, that's a really good video game. I really enjoyed uh, Roller Drome. If you are somebody who likes Tony Hawk, or you like video games with guns, um, or the idea of both being switched together interests you for sure pick up roller drum um it has a great art style has like great presentation great energy to it um great length like it is a it's a short game but not it doesn't feel like it leaves you wanting more right like i think it is it it frames itself like a tony hawk campaign almost and it has that same kind of length where it is as you're going through the objectives or if you're hitting enough of the objectives you then open up the next thing to go to and it's paced similarly and i think it's a it's a similar level of fun um, and so it's a game I would recommend to anybody. It's probably, I don't, I've not looked back at my top 10 yet of the year to see where things stack up, but I wouldn't be surprised oh, if it ends up somewhere on what that What are list. the, um, I know like Barrett, like on Gamescast, I think you mentioned there's like maybe 18 levels, but like, do you guys know how, like how long to beat like hours generally for that game? It took me probably like four hours. And I don't yeah, think it's not, I think it's way less than 18 okay. levels. It's, what? yeah, it's like the first two, um, sections are four levels each. And then when I started playing last night, I saw that um, the the second two, uh, the second half, it's like three levels each. So it's yeah, it's somewhere in like that fifteen level uh, range. I think yeah, I might I start and beat it tomorrow then, because I was gonna do it for my stream, and sometimes I throw in an I extra will game. Say I think I might just have to that. To do one. it all in one sitting, I think is a lot, because that game is hard. So yeah, oh, you, yeah. Might, you might end up bashing your head against the wall a little bit. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm like, doing like four I've, hours I've, regardless. So I'm, we'll see I'm, what happens. I'm stuck on this one level that um, so. It, yeah it's uh yeah but it's yeah i can't couple. wait i'm glad to hear that it um that you guys are, are liking it um i'm excited because i fuck with roller skating so i can't wait to play oh yeah tomorrow. yeah i think you're gonna have a fun time with it you should do a cosplay or do like a halloween costume that's really drum yeah i mean i did uh, i sent because i'm fucking dumb i sent i sent like uh the roller drone people and or like like the at roller drone twitter account uh, i was like oh getting ready for roller drone and it was like me practicing which if you practice fucking anything you know that practice looks like shit all the time because you're working on shit that you can't do so it's me like slowly like crossing over and doing like a jump of like one inch off the ground and i was like yeah <laughs> like that, give me a cut um but yeah i'm fucking excited so uh yeah, yeah. After you and play, I, I also, so, also want to hear Dana go. Garcia's uh, roller game of the year. 
because uh, right now in the running it's roller champions and roller drome and so i'm gonna have to oh for skating the roller game yeah. the, oh yeah ollie ollie world put that ollie, in there too. World's definitely the i mean we'll see how roller drome is i mean ollie ollie world is unfortunately not skating it's skateboarding but it's all the same shit like you got wheels you got fucking trucks I, and still, everything you else still just call it skating though you know exactly and all, all of the it's all it's the same vibe it's the same community all right we'll report back with that for now only people know that this of course has some ps i love you xoxo your playstation podcast uh where each and every week we get together to talk about the hottest topics in playstation we've got a patreon post show for those that are subbed at the silver level of patreon.com slash kind of funny games so stick around for that otherwise until next time you've been kfaf'd why do you keep doing that? I don't know. I don't know. It didn't even feel right that time. I didn't feel right that time.